Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you may be listening to this podcast, we are the Better Than You pod, coming to you another week, getting close to the Christmas, fellas, I'm feeling the spirit, not really though, but you know, it is what it is. I'm fake starting to feel the spirit, I got two trees up right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, we ain't got shit up yet. We ain't put nothing up. You know, most people this shit just like happened for Thanksgiving. So when people come over, we ain't put shit up. Yeah, we ain't do that either. But it all started today. Yeah, actually, nah. The um, the kids got their tree. They um, my wife put that up this weekend, but it ain't decorated. It's just up. <laughs> wow. Joe, what's happening? I heard from B already. Joe, what's happening? Nah, nah, man. I'm just chilling and shit. Waiting till the end of the week. This is a week I got a Friday off, so I'm going to just fucking relax and shit. Hell uh, yeah. That's what's up. And what's happening? Just another day trying not to get fired besides that everything's all right. I thought you was trying to get fired. See, niggas be fickle, yo. <laughs> niggas be wanting to be anything. I keep trying, buddy. Like, it keep failing. So, like, what's the point of keep doing it if it's not going to work out? Right. Yeah, you know, you know what? I remember the job I tried to get fired and shit. And that shit was not working for like a month. Then like two months later, they finally caught up with it and fired me. That's what it is, man. Just wait, yo. Pray on it. <laughs> Tom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that prayer again. I did the same. Yo. So uh, Friday. Let's get into new music. Let's jump around and, and get it popping. New music dropped Friday. We was in it. We was all in a, in a group chat talking about it. We had, uh, you know what? We it was Fat Joe, French Montana, Roddy Rich, Max B, XXX, Tentacion. But let's um, I know me and Joe was talking about it. We was at, now I won't say at odds, but we just had different opinions on um, Fat Joe, just not necessarily the album, but Fat Joe as an as a, as an artist. But let's just talk about the album real quick, and then me and you, Joe, we can have our quick conversation. Um, Fat Joe and Dre, actually, I guess a family album per se. Fat Joe and his producer Dre from the production team Cool and Dre. Put out an album, Family Ties. I got into it. It felt good. It felt real New York. I was yeah. feeling it. it. wasn't, you know, I didn't jump out the window for it, but it was, you know what I'm saying? He, like, I felt right. like Fat Joe delivered at this point in his career. He delivered exactly what I was expecting. I don't know what you guys thought about it. I liked it. Um, I'll probably never listen again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, like, I may go back to it just to right. see, like, what I liked about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it yeah. wasn't, you know what I mean? It didn't pull me in no crazy shit, but I liked it. Respect. Yeah, I mean, it was um, <clears throat> it was good. It was short, like I like them. Pause. You know. <clears throat> I don't even know. No, nah, it was um, nah, it was like 11 tracks. It was about maybe 40 minutes. Um, It was like, you know, laced with features. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, that's what, what we expect. And all the tracks, like, I mean, I think all the tracks felt good, you know what I'm saying? But I don't think there was any one that was a real standout. Right. I know the um the one that probably got the most buzz is um Lord Above featuring Mary J and Eminem. And shit. Uh, I did hear that one. You can't even yeah. make that sound and be serious though. 
Cause like they 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 promoted the fact that Eminem was on it and shit. I don't know if y'all see the little clip. Royce the Five Nine had it on his page and shit. Like you know what I mean of the Fat Joe interview, hyping how he got Eminem and all the rest of that. But that shit wasn't even all that great. It was like yo, this gonna be a standout track, and it was just like just as good as the album. Like good. It, was, it was just regular. I mean the only yeah. thing that really stood out from the song was I mean. Yeah, Mary on it's always good to hear Mary on a song, but it wasn't even nothing like super dope special about Mary even on a track, which was weird. Um, but, but let's be honest, no. do we look forward to an Eminem verse? Have you ever? I'm just no, I, 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 I was about to get to the Eminem shit. I mean, the weird shit about the Eminem verse was it was like this nigga went back in time and he was like talking about Mariah and, and Nick Cannon and shit, and it was weird. I'm like, yo, is that like ten years old? Cause they done broke up like, like years ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. like co-parenting. Like a whole other kid with somebody else. Yeah, <laughs> like, was, right. just so, married on all type of shit. Like, what are we talking yeah. about? So I mean, it seemed like Fat Joe went in there and he made some good tracks with his people, and you know, gave Dre some light as like an artist and shit. I mean, it wasn't nothing special. Which is what he's doing, like that, you know. But fuck it, it wasn't no really good music that came out last week anyway i'll put it out there but we keep talking about it well i mean if yeah. we get off of the you you want to talk about fat joe as an artist real quick uh okay speak, people how you feel on that well, not, it, yeah yeah because we was just we was just having that quick conversation i was just saying fat joe needs his flowers and maybe flowers is a strong word but i was just it no, was really not. more about it was more about it was more about somebody celebrating somebody that has the longevity that fat joe has like i look at it in a sense of fat joe's been out since i was a c in high school you know what I'm saying? Word. He's, still- and he's bigger than longevity, yo. That nigga deserved the motherfucking flowers. Yo. Yeah. Fat Joe is is an icon in, in hip-hop, yo. And the only thing that I had to say against that was I feel as though maybe a little bit before, but definitely after like Remy came home and uh, she was real visible, which meant Fat Joe being next to her was real visible because the one thing that Remy does even more than talk about black love and papoose is talking about how Fat Joe is that nigga, you know what I'm saying? So I feel as though Remy been out like maybe like four years, maybe a five. Well, that's I don't true, know. but I mean he still but, had he still had like you know lean back was a little bit ago. like you know what I mean he still had shit like he always came through with something. Oh no nah, no, nah. like, I mean the early two thousands. Yeah, good, Joe. Nah, it's like the early two thousands. He was always good for like a banging. I think he had about like seven to eight tracks in like yeah. about a six or seven year span that was yeah. like uh on the you know the uh, song with the hot one hundred like songs oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he had his uh I think Lean Back was his number was his number one track and then he had uh what's the name with number two what's love with Ashanti and them I mean he wow. always had a way to get next to niggas like Lil Wayne, R. Kelly, the niggas that was like hot at the moment and he always sounded good. That's that's the one thing I say about Fat Joe. The nigga never sound like outdated and shit. Like sometimes a Nas he might sound. He finds the sound. He yeah. Find, he finds right. the sound. Right. Sometimes a Nas, even even Jay, sometimes. Yeah. No, he you're right. Sound like outdated, but Fat Joe always seemed like, oh, this 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 like it's like your favorite uncle coming through talking his shit or something like that. Right. And the nigga never sounded like nigga nigga never. The the biggest thing for Fat Joe, nigga never sounded corny. Nigga never sounded dated. And like Alex said, this nigga been doing this shit since like the early '90s on that FloJo shit. Come yes. on, man. That was when the, when the box when you used to call, you used to be able to call in and, and pull up the Flow Joe video and all that shit. Keep this hip it's just, it's just had a true. That's yeah. all I ask. Microphone check, yo. And that's when he used to shout out Lord Finesse every fucking other line. Hmm. And if it ain't Fat Joe, then it must be Lord Finesse. 
He still throws out the DITC. You know what I'm saying? He still Word. throws it out there. They're supposed to drop an album, but it didn't drop, and I, I can't find it anywhere. It was like two, oh, three weeks whole, ago. They're supposed whole, to drop a DITC. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. But salute Fat Joe. Salute his whole team. You know what I'm saying? They moving out there, and I heard him say that uh, they still working on Remy's album, but you know, we'll see if it ever drops. I mean, I know she had the baby, so maybe there was a, a pause for a moment, but mm-hmm. let's see. Well, I, I I believe I believe in Fat Joe. He 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 knows what he's doing out there. Oh no, um, I definitely believe in Fat Joe. I think honestly, I think they might be like uh. A little further along than he said on the Remy album because I seen Probably. like I seen like a bit of the super trailer from uh, that uh, Lord was loving hip hop shit where they bringing all the niggas back okay. like and shit and they was in the studio and it's like yo and Joe's like yo Remy you gotta do this I'm trying Joe but I got all this going on <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking that you know they do the show. Remy album probably dropped like around the reunion time or some shit like that maybe use this as like a marketing thing you know what I'm saying. That's I can't awesome. wait till Kaylani drops her shit, but let's go. Mm. All right. Uh, French Montana, Montana. I didn't, I didn't hear that. I, 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 I listened to three. It. I listened to three tracks, and then I was like, why am I listening to this shit when I got the Games album in my catalog? Because this Game album is a fucking bomb. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like I never really liked the French album, though. I'm gonna be real with you. you know yeah, he's good for the like. He's good for singles. Yeah, uh, I mean that, that's the, the thing. Club, club singles, nothing that I'm gonna ride around to, but the club singles, French is good for. I think we have both. I think me and Brian have both said we listened to about like three, four tracks. Then felt the, that's it. Because I listened to like three, four tracks. Then I went back to my little Tory Lane shit. And yeah. then when I then when I talked to you and said I only listened to a couple tracks. Then I went back to listen to uh, Excuse My French or Part of My French, whatever it was and shit. Because they had like a couple songs like Back to right. to Ride to on right. that shit. And uh, yeah, I mean, French album probably good for whatever it's good for. You know what I'm saying? I like French's voice pause and he had all the right features. So I assume there's some stuff on there that niggas will fuck with. But I'll probably never finish listening to the album for real. So I mean, Yeah, hell yeah. But before we move on, just a shout out to French Montana. Um, I guess most of us know, and everybody knows that he was in the um, hospital for the last two weeks. But he's been he's been out and out and about town, running around with Megan Thee Stallion. So thankfully, you know what I'm saying. He's back to look. Uh, appears he's back to good health. They didn't really say what was wrong. French man, he keeps trying to find whatever got a donkey out in the streets, man. This nigga, man, where he slick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Soon as Chloe came through with whatever, you know what I mean? He was like, "Oh, you off them fiends now? You get it? You know what I mean?" He did the same thing. Every time something got something like that back there, man, here go French on this camel shit, man. No diss to them camel head niggas. <laughs> but you know, it's only right that we go from French to and keep it wavy with Max B Money House. Oh, you want to go to that? Did yeah, you I'm listen gonna, to I'm it? I'm going to go back to the other one, too, but I just felt, you know what I'm saying? You listen to, to it? French to Max B. Nah, I did not. I, I, didn't, I didn't either. I, mean, I, didn't. I, like I, I think I put it in. Like, nobody listened, but shout out oh, to okay. Max. Word is bar. It's like, yo, we live in this spirit, my nigga. I'm going to listen one day, I think. I'll listen when we get out. <laughs> yeah, word up. That. Like, yo, what was he on them last I month? downloaded it, though, but I ain't, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I got it I got it in the I got it in the pipeline. I just didn't get to it yet. But since nobody listened, um, Roddy Rich. Now, this is, you I know. I fuck with Roddy Rich, bro. I ain't no, listen to that I, shit either, and I fuck with the nigga, too. You know, listen, I, fu- I fuck with him. I, I ain't get to listen to the whole thing. I know, Joe, you listen to the whole thing. I listened to the whole thing and it kind of felt the first time I listened to it kind of felt like the same damn song going back and forth. I guess because I listened to, uh, I mean he's real melodic with the flow, so I kind of listened to right. his flow more than the beat. Sometimes I listen to beat crazy, 
Cause um, yeah, I mean that's just how I, how I go with his shit. But um, yeah, man, it was. I listened again, and it was there were some songs that got me, like the Meek song, that song with Gunner that I liked and shit. Uh, I mean, there's none of the songs I didn't like. If it's, it's just that type of vibe, you know what you're gonna get when you fuck with him and shit. And um, it's like, man, yeah, shout out to him. Like then they go on, got like three Grammy nominations, two for the um being on the what's a racks in the middle shit for um Nipsey. And he got one for um that song Ballin', which is a fucking banger. I can never stop playing that shit off a of mustard album and shit. That's like a fucking that's like psh, that nigga should win that fucking Grammy, yo, and that's all him on that. Mm. But uh y'all don't fuck with ballin', niggas don't fuck with ballin'. Uh, I don't know if I, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what that is. I probably have to hear it, and then I can tell you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just let it get to, like, the little start of the course and turn it off, but it's my shit. Yeah, I mean, we ain't going to play the whole shit because we ain't, you know, whatever. But, nah, that, that shit is just, like, you just put that shit on and it's just a, a dope-ass, like, three-minute song and shit like that. And shout-out to him for the Grammy nominations. But, um, yeah, I think he's going to pull some off of this uh, album and shit, especially the song with Meek. I think it's called Peter. spelled like a P-E-E-T-A and shit. Not like Peter Bread, but, yeah, I mean, that's ain't too much to say about uh, Roddy yeah, Rich. Yeah, some shit you said earlier made me want to ask you a qu- ask you this question. Oh, yeah. Is a man stupid for liking a woman that other niggas is fucking off the late night? Um, if you like all in love with her, then yeah. If you want to be in a rotation and she and she bad, she bad. Um, then you it, can't it, be it, in love with her though. Ah. It, no, I get it. Look, look, I'm not even dissing. I well, really, my, this is a real question. My thing is this: unless you yeah. already got in there, and shit. Like if you, if you want a nigga trying to get in, you can't be in yeah. love already. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, motherfucker, I saw yeah, about, about being in love. You like infatuated, like damn, she yeah. bad. I want no, no. no, no. She seemed like a good person. Maybe it could be something. But, but you don't think it's a tough question though, because it is kind of. A, you even said uh right now, and it was you that you know what I mean mm-hmm. sparked it off. Like so, it's tough. I thought about it in my head. Like it was not that easy though. Yeah, it's I not mean, as easy as you can't fuck with this shit. Cause niggas loved in love. Like you don't know how many niggas uh, uh, Rihanna got in rotation. You know what I mean? You don't know. Yes. What? True. You right. look at Rihanna, you be like, damn, niggas gotta. You feel me? Yeah. What I mean that that's that's Rihanna. We talking about like. No, just... I know. I know. Chicken the air. No, I but that's why I said it, it's not it's not as easy because I agree with like I like off top, I, I readily agree with you. And then but I you know, I like to question myself, like, wait. And then I was like, Oh, but there's other scenarios, so it gotta be up in the air, like who is this chick? Like she could be, you know what I mean? Although she don't have the name of Rihanna, it could be other things. You don't never know. I don't know. Oh no, no, no. The chick I'm talking about, she bad, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she bad, but it's like you you on the outside looking in, and it's you all extra in love already. You ain't even really like get this chick take you seriously. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just different. It's, I don't know. Maybe it's me with a little pride thing and shit. I ain't ready to jump out the window. It's a fact. It's someone I ain't make no kind of like connection with. I, I mean, I'm good for that though. And we we connect, and it's like, oh shit. 
You know what I'm saying? And then that that's something different. But right, if right. I'm still like on the outside looking in, and we might be cool, and the chick ain't really taking me seriously, then nah, I, I can't. Problem. Like, it's, yeah, it's nah, just, that's a problem. That's a problem. That should be a problem for any man. Yeah, I agree. Mm. My bad to derail, mm. Alex. Back to the. No, 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 no. I'm just listening. I was actually trying yeah. to. I'd ever looked into the um, XXX Temptation album, so I was actually just trying nobody to look. Did. Nobody did. Nobody did. I'll say one thing though. I'll just go off my son. Nope. He was like, "Nah, that wasn't it." That's all he said. He just said, "Nah, that wasn't." God bless the dead, but he said, ah, it was. It was yeah. born again. It was Biggie born again. So my thrown together shit. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, he just said that wasn't it. I like Biggie Born Together now better than I liked it when it first came out. Yeah. Because yeah, niggas know that as good as Big was, he wasn't like really ready to die and leave music legacy like Tupac was. You nah. know what I'm saying? Like, I still like, uh, I like fucking Tupac's Dead albums, like at least the, the first like three Dead albums and this was doubles and shit. I had like tracks I fuck with and they, then they did too many more doubles and Whatever the fuck, but yeah, nah. I mean, I mean, like XXX Tentacion, like I can't say I ever really liked a song he had. There was a couple that okay, I heard him long enough that I, I kind of like, okay, yeah, this song, yeah, I know that song. It's not a bad song. Okay, no, I never really liked that music music in the first place. To be honest with you, like that, like not enough to like really be hype over the nigga. So like I him having an album now when he can't even promote it to me. Like I wouldn't even really think about it like that. Like yeah. I like, like even when Tupac died, like I liked, um, you know, some of his happy joints. But I really wasn't a fan. So like when, so when it really, when it really dropped, like if they didn't drop my Machiavelli that come with me and shit, mm-hmm. and I ain't like that shit, I would have never listened. But I listened and I was like, oh, that song is dope. But it was the only dope song on the album that everybody still hypes. Never yeah. mind, let's go. But now the main thing with like XXX Tentacion, like you think about how you know. Uh, how he died young. Boy, he was only 20 years old. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, the nigga got shot up. You know what I'm saying? But it, that that shit was like tragic. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like he really did some shit. Rappers to get shot in the cars. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He That's got what shot. Game told me. Oh, well, Game told you the truth. Yeah. Well, you know. Speaking well, um, of young rappers, yeah, not, yeah, I don't. I, <laughs> I mean, that was that it was set up. It, I mean, but it does lend, you know, credence uh, to what recently happened over the weekend uh, and the passing of Juice World. And I'm just reading this from the Daily News. Wow. The Chicago-born Gerard Higgins, who turned 21 days before collapsing at Midway Airport early Sunday morning and dying an hour later in an area hospital, had arrived on a private plane coming from Los Angeles. Suspecting he was carrying illegal contraband, the feds were waiting when Higgins' cross-country flight touched down to Chicago. He reportedly died after suffering convulsions and a heart attack while airport security was scouring his luggage for drugs and guns. Um, I don't even want to report on other stuff, you know, because when somebody passes away, regardless of what the situation is, you know, especially at that age, he just turned 21. He just was mm-hmm. starting to, you know, maybe make that I'm star there. rise, maybe get another, get another. Alex, well, get, and I'll say this. Alex, let me say yeah, this. Alex, hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. Alex, I'm listening to you. Alex, I'm listening you got to promote, you got to Report on the other shit. Let me, let me yeah. say this first. Well, let me say my, let me say my shit first. All right. Let me say this. 
Hold let me say this. When I heard that the boy had like a seizure and passed away, word, I was saying the first, the first thing I was saying to myself was, I mean, it don't. He was young and it's tragic. He died. I was hoping that maybe he had a condition, and yeah. maybe this young man had a condition because I don't, because you know, he's a little slim, young nigga. I don't know blah, but anybody. You know, motherfuckers might have a condition, a heart condition that wasn't diagnosed, and maybe yeah. all of them moving around and staying up. And gathers, that's you what, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and I was hoping that. But as much as I was hoping that, my head was on a different place. And now, Alex, right. you can report the rest right. of what we found out in the days after the right. man passed. So a pair of security guards traveling with, again, I'm still reading from Daily News, Higgins and his roughly 12-person entourage were reportedly busted on gun charges while the rapper died around 3 a.m. TMZ reported that the search netted 70 pounds of marijuana and also cited that Higgins had popped several pills prior to suffering seizures. Now, what I'm reading here and what I kind of heard are two different things. So maybe there may need to be Not some me. clearing up here. So it says, and all I'll put it, it out there, y'all. Put it out there. I'll put it out there, y'all. This nigga knew he was going to be raided, and he started swallowing Percocets, yo. Like he wasn't going to die over that shit. Started some dumb ass shit. They, like, that, if that's the truth, if this nigga really popped all of them shits to make it so, so he would have less drugs to get <laughs> confiscated and shit for like maybe a lighter charge, then this is like, it's like, damn, bro, you're 21, yo. If you was yeah. like maybe like 14 or. 15, like them little pump niggas when they started, and you was maybe super dumb and shit. Even them mm. niggas, I don't think would have done yeah. that. Yeah, I would have swallowed no shit like that. You put it up your ass or something. For real, or you put it up, pause, have niggas that you would put up their ass because you got an entourage of like 15 oh, niggas. Fact. Nigga, put it up your ass, nigga. Put up your ass, and if you get caught, nigga, I will give your family $100,000. You ain't <laughs> like, supposed to be the nigga that hides it. Exactly. I don't care if it was only yours or not. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Not if you the one you had you in a private plane. These niggas is with you never been in a private plane in their life. Mm-hmm. I'll put my I'll put money on that shit unless it was with you. Nah, nigga, put this shit up your ass. And the way this nigga was moving and the way his name was like buzzing and shit, he was going at least have him a couple years of being hot and making money and doing festivals, doing shows, if not right. longer. So it's like listening. out of that crew, someone would have should have. Taking the fucking weight for the drugs or the all the drugs that you like swallow D-Rock and other did drugs. For Biggie, D Rock exactly. took the weight for the gun. You know what I mean? Let yo niggas need to niggas need more D Rocks, yo. Exactly. Niggas come out, he'd be good. Or Emery with Jay. You know what I mean? Niggas 15, come out, he'd be good. If you a star, mad you. if you a star and you got fifteen niggas with you and shit's about to go down, you gotta have at least like two or three of them niggas is down to like take them charges and shit. I mean, you ain't Emery or a D Rock. Exactly. Either like your right hand fucking man or some niggas that just know that you're going to take care of their bum ass families while they do like three years. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, nigga. Let me be famous and I don't have a nigga that's going to fucking go to jail for me. You know what I'm saying? And fuck famous. Nigga, nigga, like, I'm assuming this nigga is a millionaire. I'm doing shows. You You can't get a fucking legal prescription for that? Yeah, I mean, I mean that's what I was gonna say. I don't know if that's where he was going, but that's what I was thinking. Like it's just Percocet. Like they really prescribed that. Yeah, but he must yeah. have. He must have had too many pills. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit. 
But still, I mean, I mean, you a millionaire, you famous. Yo, you what was the nigga niggas. thinking though? He was like, he was like, yo, I know I can handle like three perks, so like eighteen the, the nigga, ain't shit. Yo, the nigga might have already what? popped some just for like recreation and shit. So he, so he might have been a little loopy already. Man, you gotta be a high ass nigga though. I ain't no, never been dude, high I enough to kill myself. Is, you gotta. He just turned twenty one. You got a twenty year old kid. I don't know his background. He does. I don't know if he comes from that. From some hood life or anything like that, but that just you just panicked. You didn't know what to do. You never been in a situation. It sounds like you never been faced with no stuff. Else you would have moved the way that you guys said earlier. You'd have been like, "Yo, you gonna have to hold this." For, you know what I'm saying? You gonna here hold this? You gonna have to take that with. I'm gonna take care of you. The D, you know what I'm saying? The D Rock situation. But he ain't had nobody, so he panicked and took it on himself. So that just sounds like somebody that was moving a certain way and didn't know how to maneuver when they. You know what I'm saying? When the shit hit the fan, he ain't know what to he ain't know what to do, so he just took the heat himself. Te- you know, for lack of a better term. And then unfortunately he passed away from it. Yeah. I mean, that's some dumbass shit, but you know, may he like rest in peace. You know what nah, I'm saying? Of course. I want everybody right. to rest in peace. Big to rest yeah, in peace. Yeah, but we gotta call but, but you gotta call out that's shit. You gotta nigga, call out dumb shit when you just moving and something like, come on, be like <laughs> it was like yo, some some ways, yo, my man's and my man's and me used to do this shit back in the day, yo. We used to get with niggas and be like, yo, like the, in the stupid some ways the niggas die and shit. And we used to think of all the stupid ways niggas could die, like like this one nigga died bungee jumping because his cord was too long. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like little shit like that. And niggas, you know what I mean? Might jump off a, a roof thinking that the, uh, a blanket will really act like a parachute and all that. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you if you die like that, nigga, we calling you stupid. Yeah, there was a show, I forget what it was on, I think it was called A Thousand Ways to Die or something like that, and they right. would just reenact the dumbest ways motherfuckers died. And I can't even remember off top some of the craziest ones. All I know is that these niggas, they made motherfuckers seem real stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like the most dumbest shit or the most freak shit and like killing niggas, and this is like one of the dumbest shits. I'm looking on like Wikipedia. I don't know how accurate it is, but the shit said that the young boy was a heavy drug user from his like teen days. And shit yeah. said he was a teen. He was drinking lean in the sixth grade, and he started popping them perks and Zannies like six years ago. So, and he said, well, he smoked cigarettes, and he said, nigga, quick school to the health issue. So, I mean, this nigga's fucking yo, himself up with drugs for the I'm last like decade, real. yo. I'm gonna put you real like this too. Even the little clips that they have of the nigga that they say is deep, he sounds mm-hmm. stupid. So I'm not really, you know what I mean? Never mind, let's go. I'm, he a fake I'll, kid, Cuddy, yo. Yeah. One niggas is like, oh, he's so emo <laughs> and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what fake. it is, yo. He, he, was, he was becoming a kid, Cuddy, for like this generation. Because I know some kids, um, well, well, some parents, and I know their kids and shit, fucking, it's like in that. 13, 14, 15, that teenage, early, young teenage shit, mm-hmm. and that really, like, fuck with him. Like, oh, man, he he's so deep. He's so this, that, whatever. He did, like, nah, he ain't cutty, yo. He not deep. He not well, deep, he, yo. You know what I mean? Fuck him, cutty, he not deep. But, but I just, I sometimes, and I don't want to belabor, you know, keep going on about this, but I just sometimes wonder what that, because, like, that's, well, we just call him X. You know what I'm saying? Like, the way, like, my son was like, oh, yo, he was major, he was this. And I'm thinking, yo, bro, he ain't been, he ain't been around long enough to have the impact to me. And I'm not, say, and I'm, I'm not saying that as an old head, but so, and then I saw some of the similar things said about Juice. And I'm thinking, yo, these dudes have maybe one or two albums. I get it. They may have mixtapes or whatever, SoundCloud profiles, but 
you can't sit here and then come and then say X was this guy. Was he that guy? Because I never felt the impact. And I'm not saying that as all. I'm just looking at, like, well, I'm looking around. Unless you're going to tell me that. I, I, I think, think he cut the Yeah, but go ahead, Joe. He started, I, he started I, again. I, yeah, go ahead. I think, I think he really did. I mean, I think X was kind of, like, doing his thing at least, like, three or four years before he died. So... He, and he had to use. Yeah, I gotta think back to like Biggie. A lot of folks like wasn't really up on Biggie till Ready to Die came out. You know what I'm saying? So that was their first shit of Biggie. So they had about maybe three, four years of being fans. Of, well, like three, four yeah, like maybe three years of being a fan of Biggie before he died. And I'm not trying to compare Biggie. And I'm not trying to compare the talents, but in terms of like the years of exposure, niggas can really get attached to a motherfucker and like two or three, especially if they on some weird shit. You know, no, and, and I, like yeah. I think you're dismissing. Like I thought, I don't mean to say like dismissing, but I think let's. He was speaking to them about their feelings and emotions, yo. And he was he wasn't just doing it in his music. Like he was actually going on live and you know what I mean, taking yeah. questions and shit like that. And like that's, he was super interactive with the motherfuckers. It's not like it, it's not like a motherfucker artist. He, he was he was one of the artists that you could say you feel like you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're one of those kids, he, and he might have been the first for a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how it goes. You know what I'm saying? He, like you said, with the social media, they got him like 24-7 if they wanted him and shit. And he was interacting with him. And, yeah, he was he was just that kind of weird. And, I mean, I don't think the music he made was any good. So that's another level where it's like motherfuckers fuck with him because they felt him. You know what I'm saying? He was one of yeah, that- not, yeah, I'm not I'm not trying to discredit him in that fashion. Even in the comparison to Big, it's just more like, okay, I could speak to Big's impact, maybe because I was in it and I was paying more attention. That's why I was trying to understand, like, did he what what was he having that same big type impact? Meaning, like, did you feel did you feel it? And because it, it doesn't matter about the talent, it's just matter like, look, we felt little Nas X, like we saw like the impact of what that kid was with the song and everything. That's what I'm saying. Nah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's different. No, 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 no. I mean, you said Lil Nas X. That's different. Well, that's I'm just saying, I'm just mm-hmm. saying, because I'm thinking of something big that we all know what it is. Like, we knew what... Oh, so I made, the, I made the comparison. I made the comparison. Lil Nas X, I mean, I guess he had, like, his, his second single was pretty good. I haven't heard it. I don't even... I, Panini, even yeah, you probably heard Panini. But, yeah, I mean, maybe I heard it and shit. I think I did hear it, but it's like, it was real forgettable for me. Yeah. So, it's like... So, so Lil Nas X moment was more like a fucking big one-hit wonder moment. You know what I'm saying? And X's shit was, like, mixtapes and mixtapes and different random songs that wasn't even as good as a Lil Nas X song, but it was, like, the cult following. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's way different. You know what I'm saying? Lil Nas X died tomorrow. It's like, oh shit, Lil Nas X died. Lil Nas X and Peter Guns. Same thing. Yeah. Guns got a nine millimeter. Yo, 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 like come on, man. That 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 shit was yeah, that shit was hot. You know what I mean? Hottest song in the world. But niggas ain't make no bread. Yeah, niggas ain't. Give a fuck about them niggas. I bought the album though. X might be Lost Boys. Wait, what? <laughs> X might be Lost Boys. I don't know, man. Let's move on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. to the to the to the boy Juice World. You know what I'm saying? Word, word. Yeah, God bless, man. Yeah, I hope I hope um uh <clears throat> the youngins take 
take heed to what happened to this young man. Yeah, and using all them drugs and shit. Situation. Yeah, if you're doing them synthetics, you know what I'm saying? You got to watch yourself, man. I don't even want to say be careful. You need to get off of that shit. Period. I mean, he has 70 well, pounds of weed. You know. <sighs> all right. Um, let's move on to <laughs> Agent Orange, Donald Trump. The uh, oh, Democrats, <laughs> the Democrats today, uh, unveiled the impeachment charges. Um, basically, it's two charges, and I'll and I'll read some from um, from the, the AP news that I have. But the two charges are abuse of power and obstruction of Congress, and we'll, we'll dig into those some more as well. So the House Democrats announced two articles of impeachment against President Donald Trump on Tuesday, declaring the excuse me, declaring he betrayed the nation with his actions toward Ukraine as they pushed toward historic proceedings that are certain to help define his presidency and shape the 2020 election. The specific charges aimed at removing the president are abuse of power and obstruction of justice, as I said earlier. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Speaker Nancy Pelosi, as we saw today, was flanked by chairman of impeachment inquiry committees at the U.S. Capitol, said they were upholding their solemn oath to defend the Constitution, in which uh, Trump immediately responded on Twitter as witch hunt. So I don't think I need to go into this any further because we could really just talk about the two, the main, the, which actually the two charges, and you can go online and you can actually read each article in depth. But again, like I said, the main two, the Two charges are abuse of power, and which is basically about getting Ukraine to uh, investigate Joe Biden and then the obstruction of, of Congress in stopping them from getting the information so they can move forward with impeachment. I don't know which one you want. You guys want to start with, but we can just let me know where you want to start with. Man. All right. So here's the thing, man. He did that shit. <laughs> but. But, you know, like the, the, the game is now not. Mm-hmm whether he'll be removed from office, because we all right. know that he won't be. Um, right. Republicans own the Senate, blah, blah, blah. It is which Republicans will vote to remove him from office. And that's what I've been trying to focus on, yo. Like, I think the, the, I think the Senate senator from... Because the Senate matters, not the House, you know what I mean? Right. The House is just going to be Democrats to vote for him to be removed, and this, the um, <coughs> Republicans are going to vote against it. That, that's, that's the part that doesn't care, doesn't matter. It's the Senate, and to pick out which ones you can't. I don't think you can win Colorado right now if you're voting that way. You know what I mean? It, you can't. So, so the senator, Gar- Senator Gardner from Colorado, has to vote to remove him from office. He's a Republican. He has to vote to remove him from office. I think that. I think Susan Collins and Mitt Romney. I think they have bigger decisions to make. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm looking at them. Mitt Romney has has led up led us to believe like he would vote for his removal, but you never know because like I've seen right. niggas do that before and then mm-hmm. come out and like come out with some bullshit. But Susan Collins, man, like she same thing, you know. She she did all the bullshit during the healthcare thing, you know what I mean? It's just to get all that attention. So you never really know. But them motherfuckers have a chance, yo. Like to um, that's what you really want to see, yo, because this election is is major, yo. And if you see a senator vote. To remove him from office, that means Trump lost that state. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a state he lost. He ain't gonna be able to get it back. And so, it's a, th- those are leading indicators. That's what I'm looking for. Mm. Well, it's um. Then I saw the poll, and I, I apologize for not having it, but I saw the poll like the, if the after they announced that he went up, 
even higher than it was before. Like in terms of the American poll, in terms of uh, talking about impeachment, did you see anything about that? And I don't know what type of indicator that is, because I know we had mentioned. I haven't. Yeah, we have. Like, and I, I haven't recently looked. Okay. But yeah, I mean, more and more people are voting or or are um polling towards yeah this nigga need to be impeached but uh do remember he lost to um to hillary clinton by 3.5 million votes it's not about people the people yeah it's not about who people who won him out because you know i mean like the coasts are definitely going to vote against them and and that's you know i mean the most people live there so it's not about that it's it's about the states and that's what that's why i want to look at the senators yeah. yeah. So that's why the senators matter to me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So like I, I expect him at this point, he's just not going to have high poll numbers. I just expect that. So I got to look at I got to see what states do what as far as that goes. Do we think this impeachment shit will be really done before um, they get into like, the election? It's going to be a few months. All right. um, but here's the thing. Like, um, yeah, it's definitely going to be done before they get into the election because. And Nancy Pelosi is running this thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she doesn't want this conversation during that period of time. Nobody really does. Yeah. We don't want it. We don't want Donald Trump having the ability to go out in time and and say um and say, well, they couldn't they couldn't re- remove me because it was I did everything perfectly. You know what I mean? Yeah, so but, you got to do that early. But when we look at this thing, right? Like <clears throat> I heard like some folks say it and shit, and it kind of made sense to me. It's like. If they go through this impeachment shit, and even if they say, like, Donald Trump, like, you know, was wrong and shit, he's probably not getting thrown out of office. Yeah. So he pretty much niggas just got to beat him in the uh, the general election next November. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's all well and good. It's interesting. I'd like to see an impeachment thing carry through, you know, the little trial and the hearings and whatever the fuck the shit go. I forget. You know why it matters so much, Joe? Oh, I know why it matters. There's only he's gonna be the fourth ever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not like there's a whole bunch of motherfuckers that got impeached. He's number four. Anytime you mention impeachment for the for the guy who cares about his legacy more than anything, this mm-hmm. is the biggest hit you could have gave at him. And if anybody wants to say that it's hundred percent political, guess what? George Bush Jr. lied about weapons of mass destruction. America knows he lied about weapons of mass destruction. The intelligence community knows he lied about weapons of mass destruction. Nancy Pelosi did not vote to impeach him. Nobody did. So this is because this is a for real impeachable offense, and this motherfucker has seriously abused the power. Motherfuckers are scared to fuck with the presidency in the United States of America, yo. People don't want to play with that, even when it is a Donald, it's a Donald Trump. If you want to look at in the beginning of, of, of the administration when they were trying to impeach him, Nancy Pelosi kept on saying, no, I don't want to impeach him. You know why? Because she's smart. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to lose the you don't want to lose the United States standing in the world. And you don't want to lose the idea of the power of the presidency in the United States. But guess what? Guess when she's impeaching him. She's impeaching him during the period of time when you just seen Donald Trump go overseas and all the, and all the top leaders were gathered together in a circle making fun of him. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So the, our standing has never been lower. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. And people don't respect the presidency at all. So she, so she, she, she picked the right timing and she yeah. said, "Well, damn, I can, I can. This, this, it matters, and I can do this shit right now." I feel like we're on a path to uh, fucking uh, clean up the uh, 
the uh, presidency in like terms of like you know worldwide and shit and also in the country so to me it just really feels like we're gonna put up joe biden and somebody cool as a vp candidate and folks are gonna be like let's bring the pride back and shit you know what i'm saying which usually sound like some republican shit to say but democrats gonna have to say that shit and then no, they just got you know push it shit but, like all right here's the thing man yo after the civil war no southern states won the presidency until two generations died out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, really, that Trump shit is is big. That's why these motherfucking Republicans are fighting for that shit so hard. That's why they're trying to muddy the waters, and they're actually willing to lie. You see, you see his um, attorney general out there lying. Everybody's willing to lie about this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you see Ted Cruz, who he, he who he, he said um. His wife, he said he's, his wife is sleeping with other people. He said all types of shit about Ted Cruz. You know, he called his wife ugly and said Ted Cruz be sleeping with other people and shit. And he said Ted Cruz's <laughs> dad killed um JFK or whatever. And he put all that shit out. You know what I mean? But Ted Cruz is still out there holding it down for Trump. You know why? Because Trump could literally mean the end of the Republican Party for their generations. Yeah. It matters, yo. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> it's a saga, you know. Yeah. And, uh, hopefully, hopefully the end of the Trump uh, era sitcom. <laughs> it's a sitcom more than a drama. Hopefully, this some um, Trump sitcom is over. Uh, hopefully, we get a cancellation of it on in November on election day, and that is officially over on yeah. uh, in January when they swear 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 in whoever the fuck yeah. from our. From our party, I think we're all on this side now. Take yeah, it. and just uh, just to go back on what B said when they when he was saying he's going to have quickly. If anybody watched the whole thing, I know I put the video in there. It's about 20, 25 minutes. But Schiff, like specifically, spoke to that on why they the timing on why they were doing it at, at this point in time, and then laid out why you know what I'm saying how long it would take, how long it should take. And just reiterating, we're doing this now because of X, Y, and Z to get it done as quickly as possible. Uh, on the, I don't know if anybody has anything else on that, but we can move no, on we to good. Trump's best. Oh, no, but we before move on we to go, Trump's go. Best. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, go ahead. My bad. Go ahead. No. We can move on to okay. Trump's best friend, <laughs> <laughs> Kanye West. As we know, all this past weekend, uh, well, I think maybe it's all week this week. I'm not sure. But uh, our Basil's happening down in Miami. And Kanye West was uh, <laughs> dressed from head to toe in silver body paint and a matching uh, silver, as Joe called it, a silver uh, Missy <laughs> garbage bag outfit. For yo, his new in the rain outfit. shit, yo. Yo, hey, yo, <laughs> for hey, his yo, new, um, um, outfit, I seen that nigga. Um, for his new opera Mary in Miami. No, but yeah. I seen I seen a meme right where it was like, I'd rather have Jesus than, and then it said, it showed the Kanye picture, and then it showed the CeeLo in gold picture. Remember when the nigga was in gold? Yeah. Yo, they had the silver and gold shit. You had to see that shit. It was funny as fuck. Nah, this nigga Kanye, man, he, 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 yo, here's the thing, man. In September, he was the number one, um, gross, gross, um, hip-hop artist, you know what I mean, as far as millions go. Gross and hip-hop mm-hmm. artists as far as millions go in the Forbes list, yo. You know what I mean? Like he was number he was like up to up there like number two in music or some shit like that. 
Like, it's hard for me to, like, really actually believe in or agree with Kanye on most shit. And I, and it's hard for me to even believe that he believes half the shit that he does. But I know he loves attention. And he getting it, yo. Yeah. Um, I don't even know. Does anybody know what this, what the Opera Mary was? I don't know what that, I don't know what that was. Who gives a fuck? He about to come out with another album before this, before this month ends. I believe him. No, no, no. For real, in a couple of weeks. No, I'm saying I I believe I'm saying I believe yeah. it. Oh, okay. I think he made I think he made a, a a gang of songs that just wasn't put out because you know from with all the people that he I would have thought he would have worked with for a gospel album he didn't so I'm sure he's got a lot of stuff and you know like everybody was looking because I don't even think Chance was on the album right on the uh, uh, no uh, he didn't uh, no, he didn't uh, I don't think he, I don't think anybody like really yeah. Yeah. except for um the clips but I think he has a bunch of songs with the chances and uh um damn what's my other man's name who always gets the gospel rap Grammy um you know what I'm talking about that uh the gospel rapper whatever his name is I'm pretty sure he's got a bunch of songs running um in the stash with him as well so I don't I don't know what the, I don't know what the opera was I don't know what it was about but he looked crazy. It was really. I mean, I think they said all them niggas from his his whole Sunday service squad was just draped in like I don't know yeah. what all them niggas had their faces covered, but they was all draped in like silver, and they did can't tell me nothing and fucking some other songs and shit, and just and depicted like some biblical scenes from and shit. Like that's basically what I read about it, nigga. It was like sketches and shit from like the from like the Bible and just <laughs> singing like. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it was probably a Yo, dope Kanye experience. West is a corny-ass nigga, guy. Yo, man, but... He, he can build he, domes in Wisconsin. I like, yeah, or some I, shit. No, I like to be a fly on the wall for the conversations that they have to find out. Oh my God, what, I don't. What's really... What's, what's the I really... Think, what's the I think Kanye is still a low-key genius, but he, like, half-crazy, kind of like... um. What's that? Uh, Howard Hughes. I think about I think about uh, Mars yeah. Scorsese and shit, and that he did uh, the Aviator with uh, Leonardo yeah, yeah. DiCaprio. And yeah. I mean, the only difference was that most of the moves that nigga made was like you know groundbreaking and shit in terms of like technology and shit. This nigga is, is in Bible and rap and singing and other shit and sneakers and clothes and shit. So I mean. If Kanye wasn't on that Trump shit, it would be interesting. I would still look at this shit kind of interesting. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'd kind of let the nigga cook. Like, okay, this nigga on some other shit right now. That's dope. Be an artist. So, I mean, but the Trump shit make us all be like, you know, just quit it, nigga. Denounce Trump. Give us another fucking uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted uh, Fantasy or some shit. Or, you know, and just just be chill. Take it all the way back to college dropout, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. <clears throat> But nah, shout out to Kanye. Yeah, shout out to Kanye. But on some real shit, shout to Hove and Diddy, who both are now 50 years old, and, and it's great to see how hip hop is uh, aging out here in these streets. Because it ain't it, the generation before us didn't age as well, but this this generation is aging very well. So shout out to Hove and Diddy. Um, this generation, that, I think, because this was like a generation of like some real bosses that yeah, just like, like yeah and just kept it moving you know what i'm saying like they're not the first people to like you know be like heads of labels and shit like that but, oh, no, not at to, all. but to be artists and to be like heads of labels they wanted and, to be moguls and be right moguls. their portfolio is different it's their not just the, art, yeah, it's not it's, the it's, artistry anymore it's, it's something bigger 
Yeah, something like I remember listening to uh, the iconic uh, fucking Dame Dash or watching the iconic Dame Dash uh, interview with the Breakfast Club. And he was there talking about don't call me a mogul, call me a tycoon or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Because it just seemed bigger to him and shit. But that's what these niggas are. They like have conquered like entertainment in different ways and fucking got into the alcohol. And we seen. We Yo, saw, you like, would have your son say that you conquered some shit? Sorry, now I'm fucking with you. That's some Dane Dash shit, yo. I don't know, man. Nigga's mad dynamic because, like, I fuck with him sometimes, and then sometimes, mm-hmm. man, he take it too far. But my bad, you was going. Yeah, nah, with, with Dave shit. Man. Shout out to Dave. But now nah, these niggas, like, I mean, motherfuckers got bigger. Like, when we, were, when we were, like, younger and niggas were talking that big talk, it was like, oh, shit, these niggas got the finest champagne, the finest cars, the finest chicks, the finest houses. They party, they do it up and shit. You know what I'm saying? And it seemed so big, but then niggas started making like power moves outside of the music or just the braggadocious rap and shit. Niggas was really, instead of doing partnerships, really getting ownerships, you know what I'm saying? And different things. And it's just dope to see how far they came in like the last 25 some odd years since they really like been out there or whatever. It's just, it's just dope, man. And I think that both these niggas is 50 and like it, it's like it's like 50 ain't old you know what i'm saying but it's it's kind of old to be like you know attached to like hip-hop and let's not think you like dead or corny out here you know what i'm saying i ain't gonna lie to you they make it they make it feel younger though yeah because it's like 50 might have seemed not old but like different than it does now like you could still party and do other shit like that now you know what i mean mm-hmm. like they, they we might not have been seeing it that way me at least me you know what i mean just the perspective yeah. of the way it felt the way 50 yeah. feels it feels mm-hmm. like you know m- more aspirational we still seeing them do things and break ground on new things and shit you know what i mean yeah because i think about <clears throat> a brother like russell simmons russell simmons is like 62 now and it seemed like when Russell got to like 50 or maybe before that, it seemed like he was more about like, okay, I got like the fat farmer son, but I'm out here chasing young models and shit or just right. laying low, not eating meat and shit and fucking doing yoga and shit. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. So it seemed like this nigga had retired, but these niggas, it's like, there's always something new. Like Revolt is actually looking a lot better than I thought it ever would in terms of like these uh, conferences and all these different panels they have. It's like, they elevated it from like, oh yeah, Diddy got this little little hip hop station or something, and they be yeah. showing like the Breakfast Club, maybe Drink Champs and shit, and some other shit. Right. To like, they they made something where it's like, you, you they really putting out some good content like online. They and battle play. the big names, yo. They yeah. not worried about him title the same way. They're not mm-hmm. worried about like the the way the reason they keep fighting is because they still in the competition. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They so they battle the names that everybody respects, the apples and all the rest of this shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They and battle they, they battle that shit and they and they go to war with that shit because they know that our community mm-hmm. are consumers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if if somebody locks onto that, we could really do some real things. Yeah, folks. Before them, I'm pretty sure it was industrious people before them. Other like you know, um, hip hip hop artists or moguls and shit like that that you know would do like little shit but they'd be like oh, okay some little black shit blah blah that's cool you know what right. i'm saying like you look over a little soul food spot next to the applebee's and shit you're going out of business <laughs> you know what i'm saying but it's like 
Hov and, and uh, Diddy with like revolting like title. These niggas really did open up the fucking soul food spot next to Applebee's, and they still doing their numbers. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And so it's like, and they look and they don't look out of place. You know what I'm saying? Niggas yeah. will actually niggas will actually be like, okay, I got a choice. You gotta come here. to them. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying. Justice was the shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, salute to Hov and Diddy and um small and another shout out to uh, Dame because he finally playing off. He getting rid of them bills based on that settlement he got with Lee Daniels. He's paying off both his uh his BMs nine hundred fifty thousand with that five million dollar settlement he got from. Um, it's just from different Dame. though. It's just different. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just different. It's just different. What, what you mean? I mean, you mentioning Dame along oh. the lines of you know. No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't mentioning along that along that line. I just said so. And, 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 and I say shout out to Dame. Dame is only forty-eight. Man, these next two years might be major. He, his, well, his, he got a streaming service. His streaming service may be something real by the time he's fifty, and we can celebrate Dame when he turns fifty in two but years. But here's the thing: I gotta ask you, Joe. Though, like, okay. you're right. I agree everything you just said. It is different, but what if he would have stayed with Jay? Would it be yeah. different? I mean, that's 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 I think so. If he if it, if he would have found a way to stay in there, even if they wasn't like doing every day all the same business, but at least yeah. had like a strong enough bond. Like, okay, I see you, yeah. I see you Jay. You off there with the white folks, but we did so much good business. You could still have this that with me, and we could still build the shit. And because I mean, honestly, Jay Z was my favorite rapper, but like during the whole Rockefeller shit. I was oh, idolizing Dame, Dame because yeah. I can't rap, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can't hell rap, yeah. I can like, but I got like a little mind for business, you know what I'm saying? I got a little mind for marketing. Uh when I talk to this when I back in the day when I would like try to talk to folks and maybe like manage folks a little bit, like chicks that was modeling, chicks that doing folks doing other shit. It's like it was kind of flowing for me. So I could always see like, man, if I stayed on some shit, I could maybe be the next Dame Dash. And I didn't want to be the next Dame Dash after everything kind of looked like it went to shit. But like yeah. for, for most of that run, it was like, yo, that yo, okay, that's the nigga up front, but yo, like that's the nigga. Dang, yeah. You know, fucking give me the crystal. I'll be at the side of the pool, fucking about to fall over, like just drunk, happy and shit, because I know I'm making millions off of all this shit around me. But yeah, man, shout out to Dame. Nigga 48, man. When he get to 50, man. Yeah, but he don't want to respect enough shit. I, I heard Herb Gotti talk about like he tried to get Dame. Oh, with the do, tails. Um, yeah, yeah, do the tail shit. Yeah. I mean, the only thing, the only thing that I realized, I guess, that made me kind of not want to be the next Dame Dash. Even that would be dope compared to what fuck I'm at now. But no, like, no. just um, the the fact that, like you said, with the tail shit, like Irv Gotti was like, "Yo, Dame, I'm doing um fucking a tails episode." Where we gonna have fucking paid in full? You made the paid in full movie. You a Harlem, all that shit. Come yes. to sauce on it, and Dame didn't respect that opportunity for what it was. He came in and wanted to big boy the situation. Like, oh, right. word, they got how much bread? I'm gonna take that bread and fuck what you talking about. I could just do make what you movie. need off a bit of the bread and use the rest to make a full blown movie. Push that shit, you know. And and like, it's one of them things like. Nah, man. Irv was like, nah, this is my little corporate situation over here. It's good. I can't have you coming here extra shit. And I think we all kind of got a man's like that, that you can give give him a little op. You can say, yo, I got an opportunity for you. This will be good for you. And your man's would probably blaze the shit. 
But the nigga man, t- I know I got at least two, three niggas like that. It's like, yo, you could fucking rock this shit. Or work, but let me do it like this. Yo, if you do it like this, yeah. you your next shit or your next shit, and you could be like, I do it like this. But nah, son. Man, I, see, I just got to do how I do it because it's, it's like. It's basically talking about niggas that just can't stay in their lane. It's like, yo, B, it's yeah. not, they can't understand. Just It ain't about me being your boss, but we can do this together. Yeah. And they just not understanding. Like, yo, B, let, let me bring you back in. I can help you get back in, but you running around. It's a bunch of people out there. I got a bunch of people out yeah, there. Yeah, I know you I probably got like 10, 15 times as many motherfuckers I know there's like that. Just the no chance. don't call. <laughs> it's like you can't. And it's a shame. It's like so-and-so would be perfect for this, but just the way the motherfucker gonna carry it because his personality and shit, it is what it is. But, you know, and, and I, think, I think that's a um, I think that's another nod to like fucking Hove and um, Diddy because they seem like the type of cats that always stayed in their lane until they saw like the perfect way to exit onto like a, a better road. You know what I'm saying? Like one thing motherfuckers always talked about with Puff uh, when he was like younger, he was like always just diligent doing his shit. Like I think his biggest fuck up might have been when they talked about like he was doing too much at Uptown. You know what I'm saying? And uh, got fired and shit. But after that, it seemed like he was staying in his lanes until he felt he was big enough to like big boy situations because of who he was. And that's what you got to do. You got to know who you are, know your position, play that position, and then look for the right times to like make the moves and shit. But you but, know what? And we don't have to dwell on it too much. The, the, the uptown situation, and we can take it as from what we heard because both he and Andre have the same story. So we can just say it, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. When I always looked at that situation, uh, I always looked at it was that Puff had a big, had the bigger picture of the of the situation. He saw uptown from a bigger perspective than what Andre did. Mm-hmm. And he was just, he was just as a person mm-hmm. that was just young and hungry yeah. was pushing more. And it was Andre was just like, yo, nah, we got it. You know what I'm saying? Cause you gotta go back. Andre had uptown with, Back when Puff was just a dancer to mm-hmm. where he got to now, so he's just probably kind of in cruise control. Like, nah, we got Guy, we got Joe to see, we got Mary, we could just let's just cruise. And Puff is like, nah, man, we could be, you know what I'm saying? We could be Motown or we could be bigger than anything. And I just see, think that's where the difference came. But, but that, I don't fault Puff, Puff, Puff. No, but no, nah, for having that perspective because he should. But the thing is, you don't fault Puff because you don't fault Puff because the shit worked out. You know I'm what I'm saying? Say that, that's the difference. Like when you big, respects winners. Yeah, when you go out, when you go out of position and try to big boy some shit, when you still a little nigga, nine out of ten, you're gonna fall flat on your face. But if your vision happened to be right and you just that nigga with the enough like push, then you puff. You know what I'm saying? Then you, you go gotta make up. sure you're that though. I mean, that, that, right, that, that's that, what that, I'm saying. Make sure like, you're that. He was right. Yeah. He was, I mean, in, in, in all perspective, he was right. Yeah. And what he was saying, and you know, the the to come back to all that, he ended up hiring Andre yeah. to put him on his staff. So that he, was he you know, always hired Andre. I see like, I had a couple different like bad boy and now revolt yeah, type producers. Yeah, and that's cool. And yeah, man. I mean, and yeah, you just gotta, you know. I mean, if you that type of nigga and you feel you gotta go for it, go for it. Just make you know, make sure you gonna be like diligent enough to like make Don't sure you. Because I've seen niggas give up opportunities thinking I gotta be my own boss and all the rest of this shit. And that I think the mentality is sometimes niggas take take advice and you know self prosperity the wrong way. Like Jay had to make sacrifices too. 
You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? But some, but then he he becomes the big boy in a lot of situations, yo. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta you gotta. Yeah. Um. Sometimes you gotta be able to take a position in order to lead. You know oh no! Nah, I mean, that's that's the best way. It's like because the last thing I mean, above all, I rather I rather be good than like fall flat on my face and be dead out here. You know what I'm saying? Like wow. so. It's like I respect a nigga that'll like risk it all for their vision, but if you really like, you better be able to die behind that shit or at least have like your plan B. Uh, I'm saying because there's a lot of motherfuckers like, I mean I'll mention like a, a ludicrous like he was rapping and shit, but he was on the radio and when he felt his shit was good enough that he could go with it, then he left the radio shit. You know, he left the, the comfortable shit and went on. And it's like cool and like fucking when Cam got to look over it, fucking um. Over at Rockefeller and shit, he thought nigga was moving too slow. He made moves with Def Jam with Jewels and shit. He was talking about it on the right. rap radar shit. Yeah, and right. and Cam was like, you know, sometimes you gotta go outside of the lines and shit, but you know, you better make sure you're gonna be real straight or you might fall flat on your face. But I respect niggas that I respect yeah, niggas they go for it. Take those shots. Yeah. yeah I take you gotta take your shot. Right. I'm more Frank Lucas than Ludacris. But loot is my dude. I ain't trying to diss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bars. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yo, uh, on to the um, the uh, Golden Globe nominees and some of the nominations that came out and that we thought should have come out. Um, I'll start with the best performance by an actor in a television series. Uh, Billy Porter and Poles. Best motion picture. <laughs> best motion picture musical or comedy. Dolomite is my name. Best Actor in a Motion Picture, Music Comedy, Eddie Murphy, Best Original Song, Spirit, Beyonce, uh, Stand Up Har- uh, from Harriet. I'm not sure. I'm not familiar with those two names. Joshua. Well, uh, well, 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 I mean, this list that we're going through is all like the black folks and I guess Dolomite, the black yeah, shit. Yeah, I just want black niggas to you, win. Just like, yeah, it's like, you, like you said, Billy Porter from the Pose shit, that shit, like, you love that shit, Alex, right? That shit, nigga. I never seen that. I was actually gonna. I'm actually gonna start watching because. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out at some point in time. But I'm, I'm, I'm still. I'm with that Issa Rae shit, where I'm just rooting for everybody that's black. I got a sweatshirt that says it. You know what I mean? We saw. And I'm everywhere with it, yo. That's how I feel about life, B. But now with the with the he was going through he was going through them, but like the best original songs and shit, the Spirit song from The Lion King and the stand up song from Harriet. They was both. They were both like written by like black folks and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I just I wasn't familiar with the the stand up song. I'm not. I don't. I might have heard it. I just it's just not in my head. I don't. I don't know yeah. what that is. And that's but the actress that played Harriet. And, oh, so I started singing it. Okay. Yeah, and she sung it. She wrote it. And the dude she wrote it with. Um, I think his name was like Joshua. Yeah, Joshua uh, Brian Campbell. Campbell. He's he's like a an accomplished young. Uh, Composer and shit. I think he went to like Harvard or some shit like that. And his brother, I was like, okay. okay so, and uh, um, but one I, of the things that we did not see. From oh, but hold up, hold, hold up, hold up. Let me not, because I, I cut you. He's going down the list. Shout out to the chick, um, uh, Cynthia, whatever the fuck her last name is and shit. Uh, what is it? Arivo. Yeah, she, cause she, cause she's nominated <laughs> for best actress in a motion picture drama. And I want to say this before we get to what we're gonna get to with Ava and them is uh. Best actress in a supporting role in any motion picture, J Lo for Hustlers. Now, she got like some of them heavy heavy hitters, like the uh, I forget them bitch name, but they old white chicks and shit that probably beat her. But like I said, I was telling y'all niggas, J Lo in Hustlers, 
I don't know if she's going to get the the Oscar nomination because it seems to be these heavy names and whatever the fuck, but she might get an Oscar nomination for that shit too because she was really good and she's famous. And when you're famous and you like an okay actor and you do something where you come off like really, really good, like one of the best roles you ever had, you get a nomination mm-hmm. like this. And I saw her on the cover of People or some shit saying this was like some of the best times in her life and shit or whatever the fuck. And this is dope. Like if y'all ain't see Hustlers, y'all should see it, yo. You should see it. it's like just some sexy stripper chicks robbing and drugging white dudes and shit, getting their bread and shit, yo. It's just dope. But nah, yo, shout to J Lo. You know what I'm saying? Niggas was hating on J Lo. I've been repping J Lo this whole pod, even when she did the Motown shit. You was repping her really a little bit hard, but it was true. Nah, I, I, I rep J Lo, man. Slurping and burping. And it's J Lo. I was. Her body looks stupid now. Something special now. I don't know. Another another 50-year-old. Another another one. Something special now, guys. It's like, how you 50 now? You look better than when you was 40. Before, why? (laughs) Yeah. What's she doing? God bless, man. Mm -hmm. I don't know. She juicing with A-Rod or something. I don't know. The juicing was more different. They on that cream and clear. (laughs) Everything look creamy and clear on but nah, yo, the Golden Globes, shout out to them for representing, you know, um, well, not representing, but shout out to all the nominees that were black in there. But the ill shit is, this is the first, well, this is the first Golden Globes since When They See Us came out. And we saw how the niggas got, well, how the cast and the crew and all of them got so much love on the Emmys. So it was kind of weird. Alex, talk about it, yo. Um, well, they got from looking at the nominees that we saw that we saw Ava and when they see us, all, all the actors, it completely got snubbed from the Golden Globe nomination. I mean, there you can it's different when you don't win, but when you don't even get nominated, and that is a phenomenal series that we've spoke about on here several times, especially um uh what's uh, uh Jarell Jarell, yeah, thank you, Jarell Jarose portrayal of Corey in that deserved acknowledgement to not have that at all. I mean, I just feel I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel because a lot of these awards is just... It's I, say, I say how I feel. This motherfucker win, won the Emmy, you know what I'm saying? And he beat heavy hitters with the Emmy. Like, when I saw the list he was going against, I'm like, okay, he there. He probably deserved to win. I didn't see some of these other folks, but just judging by the names, these folks is real. So if he doesn't win, okay, okay. I'll be a little tight, but, you know, whatever. And he actually won. You know what I'm saying? And I saw, like, before the real, uh, before the list came out of what was nominated and shit, and, like, Variety and whoever they was doing, like, um, they were, like, guessing, you know, who would, like, be there or whatever. And in their guesses... I saw at least about five or six, like a different. I saw like maybe two, two different like sites lists and shit. And they guesses they all had at least four or five nominations for people from that. Um, from when you see us, so it was just like, it is just weird. It was just like some like really weird shit. Yeah, but um, Ava actually spoke to it. She. Uh... <clears throat> in response to someone who tweeted her about it, and she said, these things are cherry on top. The Sunday is yummy with or without it, and this one has been particularly delicious. 
and so she is basically saying it is what it is. Like I, mm-hmm. there's nothing I can do about it. But you know, it she it just appears that she's happy that it got the fifth. I think it got 15 Emmy nominations. Yeah. I'm sure she wants more. Maybe she's just you know doing that for the doing that for the public. I mean, I don't know if she's still behind scenes, but you know her public you know statement about it was basically that those things are just cherries on top. The artwork in terms of what the series is, it is what it is. Like, it stands on its own whether you want to nominate it or not. So, but I still feel it should be nominated. I mean, those, but at least they got Dolomite in there. I mean, at least I can say that because I, I believe that that deserves you know, nomination and actually probably a win which sets up, is this what like sets up the Oscars? Like the Golden Globes and the Oscars, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so hopefully they- that, that flows win. well into the next one if they, you know, I guess whoever wins usually gets that kind of sets up what the Oscars are going to look like. That shouldn't go away. No, 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 not necessarily the movie. I'm talking about Eddie. So I know the movie might not win. Oh, no, Eddie ain't going to win. That's probably Talk on it, Anthony. I know you know about Yo, Louisville shit. lost to Texas Tech just now. All right, go ahead, Ant. Tell us about that. I, I mean, I mean, have you ever watched the Golden Globes? Yeah, I've watched the Golden Globes many times, yeah. Right, so the Golden Globes is like, quote-unquote, like the fun one, where like they have their tables and they talk and drink and yada, yada, yada. So I, in the sense of it being a precursor for the Oscars, it, that's that's really for more for movies. I mean, I think they got, the series got its, you know, its flowers when it was done for the Emmys because it's it's primarily, you know, a television-based kind of thing. So they got their nominations and everything else there. I understand why people would be upset, but I mean, this is done by the Hollywood Foreign Press. This is, isn't done by all the critics and things like that. And they want like the stars to come. Like we were just talking about the Irishman. They they didn't even nominate, you know, um, De Niro. They nominated Pacino. Did they nominated... miss it though? Did they? Hmm? Isn't there a cutoff? No, no, it's in no, there. No, no, because because Pacino. Oh, it's in there. Oh, okay. They they're they're nominated, but. No, De Niro's not. I mean, so like it, it's just a weird thing. Like they want people to come, they want to try to make it entertaining and showy, and so on and so forth. So maybe part of it is like they maybe didn't want something that that deep and dramatic or, or kind of a message kind of movie or whatever. I mean, you could kind of say that about Harriet, but I mean, even that movie had its own problems. But I mean, in in the the grander sense of the thing, the people who appreciate it still do. They're very aware of the show itself. I mean. That's why they're kind of upset. Like, why didn't it get the nomination that it get? But it's not going to like, like, like lessen the impact of it at all. Like, we're just we're you glad. You can't yada 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 Golden Globes. You have to. Because <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not really that important. Like, it's just. Yeah. It's, but that was why that was my part question. Of the EGOT, Doesn't dude, set dude, up the Oscar? Ega, and, and 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 it really does. I mean, I hear what Anthony's talking about. So, it's like. Since it comes after the Emmys, we usually expect like some of the same like Emmy folks and shit. But yeah, I mean it sets up the Oscars and shit because that's what's coming after it. It's kind of like a good precursor. And De Niro might get nominated for it because the Oscars they'll fuck around and put like seven people now in fucking um, like a Best Actor category, and the Golden Globes pretty much sticks to the five. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think with Oscars it's the critics. Yeah, it's the critics and. I don't know. I mean, I mean, honestly, I didn't see the movies that um, the other actors were in, except for the Joker. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I think Joaquin Phoenix should run away with that shit, but I didn't see the other shit, so I don't know. But, um, yeah, I'm going to watch the Golden Globes, you know what I'm saying? See if we get some black folks, you know, to 
to win and shit, even if it's, you know, yeah, the, the, the nigga that's going to be there in the full gown and shit, fucking uh, the boy, what's his name? Uh, what's, your, what's your man's name, Alex? Uh, Billy Porter? See if he wins and shit, you know what I'm saying? Why is, why is Alex man, man? I'm just expecting my cousin. It's one of those things. It's one of those things. But shout out to shout out to um real quick, shout out to my man Rome who I found out works on that show. He does a lot of the design. He does a lot of right. the design for clothes. Yeah, shout out to him working with um Dapper Dan with a lot of clothes and with a lot of the actors. The no, no shit, no. I keep calling it your man's and shit, and I think at one point I was calling them uh uh Brian's man's and shit. He was. But the thing was, I remember I was watching mad YouTube videos, and I guess. They had paid heavy for the advertisement. So, like, after every video, I was watching, like, a fucking clip of, like, a fucking commercial for that pole shit. And even though it was, like, some gay shit, the shit looked beautiful. It was, like, in, like, some so light I, shit. It was me, man. <clears throat> so, the, the reason why the reason why you used to call my mans is because when they first put out that the show was going to come out, like, I was mm-hmm. all supporting the idea of, like, diversity and civil rights that they was going to rock with. But then I ended up, like, never watching the show. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so, I'm I mean but it's still popular. Go ahead, Ant. Tell us how good the show is. Hold on, Ant's talking on it. He saw it. Ant saw it. What you saying? No, I've been watching it. It's a really good show. Yeah, like, I know. Like, like, I, I mean, they got some chicks and fat asses. I mean, because the, the thing sure. that we're talking about. I mean, it's about disco fags and AIDS, right? And only say fags. Like, everywhere is gay. <laughs> but no, no, but seriously, but seriously, Joe, yeah, every show has gay. There's no not gay. No, but this, but this, but this is the, these are the three points in the show from the commercial I saw. It's about disco, fags, and AIDS. Just watch. I don't know. And I mean, well, if, if Anthony said if these niggas made Disco Fags of AIDS dope as shit, then I'll watch Disco Fags of AIDS star Billy Porter because this nigga is cleaning up and shit. And uh, and I've never had a problem. That nigga be wearing that. dresses with, with, with cowboy hats. That nigga yeah. Billy Porter is crazy. And then motherfuckers will call that shit high fashion. He yeah. is crazy, dog. Like, hey, let me ask you a question, yo. What is it? What is it that makes something high fashion? Because these motherfuckers will put off some shit you can't wear nowhere, but where the and fuck they at the time. This is across the board. This is no, but yo, but what Alex, the, man, the Alex, what is, I'm saying is that the niggas will wear some shit that you can't wear nowhere, but where they're at at that exact moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but that's that's what that's what makes it. it that's what makes it high fashion because the shit is pretty much art. We gonna take this piece of art and put it on you. You can't wear this shit to the supermarket. You can't wear this shit out for the club. You can't even wear this shit to the next fucking awards, nigga. You can wear this shit tonight. And that's it. My nigga, like if it. I was a high fashion ass nigga, I wear that shit afterwards shit. to the Walmart, my nigga. You be a what's the name? What's, what's the chick who was wearing the same damn uh Tiffany Hash was wearing the same damn dress to like every dress. little award show and shit. But that wasn't high fashion, it was just a nice dress. But um nah man, that's what it is, man. They put it's like all that's these wild, like, it's like it's funny, all these niggas that go to like art school or whatever or do fashion shit. And then they go off and get like a real job. It's like all of that crazy dope shit they did when they was like, you know, coming up, growing up and even in school. When they get like that real job, it's like, okay, we selling shit to the masses. We need shit that look like this. But when it's award show time or different galas, that's when niggas get to bring out that fucking like that, that fucking freaky weird shit that made them love fashion. So that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? You're right. 
You're all right. Cause one of my one of my really really good friends, he travels the world and does fashion. He's designer for um right now for Miguel. You know what I mean? And he always be on that shit. And oh, you know what I mean? If you get him into a busy conversation, he'll tell you some wild shit that yeah. they could wear. And, and also, I guess also that too, when you're doing shit for artists. I mean, that's probably the dream job for motherfuckers that get into fashion because it's like when you get to the shit and they're like, okay, we need some regular shit we can sell, but on these nights and in these situations, we can do that crazy shit. Like throw Billy Porter in a dress with wings and fucking a halo and fucking, uh, I don't know, whatever the fuck else and shit. And whatever man but i mean I look, I look forward to seeing what honestly no 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 homo and shit i look forward to seeing what the good brother billy porter come out there with and blow niggas minds out with this shit, shit yeah i already said no homo <laughs> so you, you gotta pause after the whole already get the pre yeah but then yeah. you said extra oh, shit you went <laughs> i mean even more than that i want to see what j-lo come through in. like that's pretty much the one uh, i'm gonna keep yeah. before. I don't know, man. Fuck this. Man. Multiple nominees. We rooting for everybody. What's the um? What the hoodie say? Um, P. I'm rooting for everybody that's black. I remember when I remember when Issa said that shit. Yeah, I put it right on the hoodie, right immediately. Um, on to some other good news as well. Well, what? Yeah, and I made it purple, the color of kings. Go ahead. <laughs> Last Thursday, the Senate passed a bill, a uh, unanimous bill, to consent to permanently fund historically black colleges. I don't know why I just said on HBCU and minority minority serving institutions. Historically black Fellow- colleges and universities. Say that shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, historically colleges and universities. I'm just used to saying HBCU. Um, and the federal funding had expired actually on October 1st. Uh, the bipartisan bill known as the Future Act fostering undergraduate talent by unlocking resources for education, strives to strengthen HBCUs as well as well as other minority serving institutions by providing $255 million annually. The amended bill now heads to the House for another vote, according to Senate Education Chairman Lamar Alexander, which is more likely still going to get passed. So the HBCUs out there will get this uh, federal funding. Um, and I can just speak to that directly. I remember uh, being where I'm at in North Carolina, Bennett College, which is an all-girls college here, was is always consistently uh, trying to raise money and just to get to the next semester, just to get, to, or rather, to the next year, to the next year, and, and all they needed was five million dollars. And I'm saying only, but just compared to other universities, they just needed five million dollars to at least carry through for the next. I think they said that would carry them through uh, the next seven to ten years. That, along with the endowment that they have, would carry them through. And it's just, I'm, I'm happy to see that they're going to be in debt. This is going to be invested in uh, HBCUs. I don't know if we need to, anybody else got anything else on it? It's a good thing. Yeah. I went to HBCU my, my, my freshman year. It was amazing. You know what I mean? I liked it. Uh, there's nothing I can say publicly. All right, let's move on. Sure. <laughs> no doubt. And uh, just a quick shout out to some black excellence that happened this year. Uh, Miss America, all Miss America, Miss USA, um, Miss Teen USA, and Miss Universe, all um, uh, women of uh, African American women. Miss America. African yeah, mess up a name. I'm going to mess up a name. Uh, actually, I might not. Namani Franklin is Miss America. Miss USA is Chelsea Crist. Uh, Miss Teen USA is Callie Garris. Uh, and Miss Universe is Zozi Tunze. Tunze. She's from South Africa, right? I'm, uh... I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah she is. Because she was Miss South Africa 2019. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're correct, Joe. 
I like the, I heard like a piece of like her speech, or maybe it was something they said afterwards. I don't know. It was it's pretty much the same. Like you know, I'm glad that you know I won this, so like girls that look like me could see themselves like you know like this. You know what I'm saying? But she said she just said it a little bit different. She said, "I'm from where people who look like me with my hair and my color skin were considered mm-hmm. ugly." And I want them to see. So she cheats the way she set it up. Oh no, she said it way more, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. heart fucking the way I said. I just want to like paraphrase. I know, this. but you, the setup meant something. Yeah, setup. nah, nah, you're right. And I mean that that shit is dope because I remember being like younger and shit, and I shit, I ain't really care as long as they was assisting, they was cute. You know what I'm saying? Whether you was charcoal or you was like you know peanut butter or fucking like light and bright if you was cute you was cute and i kind of always liked the little darker girls myself and shit but and it's funny at the time you young like you may not even know the complexes that like these girls had you know what i'm saying and shit so i mean it's cool now i mean it's not all the way cool now but i love that you got like well i'm gonna say white folks and shit or other folks that give it up to like a, a chick like shorty that won this universe or like you can't tell like you ask like 90 percent of white folks they're gonna be like oh lapita is gorgeous even if they don't think it totally and shit they yeah. gonna say it because they know they better say it because damn yeah, it it's yeah, the yeah, truth yeah. you know what i'm saying so i hope that i hope it's also that popular opinion now it is popular I, I hope that the shit stays like that and grows to the point where it don't even got to be said you know what I'm saying? I don't know if that's something that's going to happen in our lifetime and shit, but it's like for decades we had sisters that have like risen to like fame and like, you know, entertainment or whatever. And they said like similar shit, especially if they was like dark skin or something. And um, at this point, it's like, man, just I hope like be just everyday shit. Like, oh, yeah, that's just the gorgeous. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. But wow. But now shout out to all of them because like you can folks to say what they want about that pageant shit. I think that like when they had like the shows, I didn't ever watch the shit, but I know they had the shows with like the little girls in the pageants and niggas was like that shit crazy. You know what I'm saying? But like from what I understand from the pageants is they come out there, they got their talent. I haven't watched one in so long, but they got their beauty and right. their little swimsuit shit, all that shit. But these is usually chicks that's like in college, going to college, graduated college, like, and but want to like have like careers and shit. They get and doing the pageants, getting bread to maybe go to college or pursue whatever like shit they going through. So I mean, it's 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 dope, you know what I'm saying? As long as you do the pageant shit and you enjoy doing the shit, put your daughters and whoever the fuck in the shit, and you know. Just have them be beautiful and shit. But yeah, man, I'm saying this shit a whole bunch. But it's just all praise to the queens and shit. You know what I'm saying? Beauty queen sisters, love them. And um, yeah, man, I know Anthony got a whole lot he want to say about this stuff. Absolutely not. You don't want to give a shout out to the black queens? (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm just glad I got nothing either. I I got a yeah. That's really why I'm at with it too, Ed. I'm glad it happened. It is. Glad that moment. Glad that moment stands for my daughters. Another thing to check off from Black History. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got that, yo. We got that. We got this universe now, nigga. We got all the shit. We got all the the beauty pageants, nigga. Infinity crowns, nigga. 
Now we need all four of them chicks to fucking form like Voltron and like, I don't know. <laughs> Get all the niggas out of jail that's locked up for weed, yo. That's just something I don't know. Yeah, that's wild. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually looking. I'm looking at our list movies and TV. Hold on, uh-huh, man. Let me let me put something out there real quick, man. Because there's only one important conversation right now, man. This nigga was scapegoated, yo. You know what I'm saying? This nigga was scapegoated, yo. This nigga, the nigga, the nigga was, the nigga was attacked and bamboozled, and he dapped everybody up. You know what I mean? And then he was scapegoated, and it was fucked up, man. The nigga Fisdale deserved better. It was black on black crime, God. Listen, man, let me let you know something. Preach. Yo, that Fisdale is. It, you can make an argument. He's coached bad games. I, I think Fizdale would make that argument, okay? So I'm not going to even attack that. But do you get rid of a coach when you don't have a good roster? Like, once you already saw with that, this not working out, you know what I mean? You got to ride it out. That's sure. it. I got a you, saw a bit, you saw different, better things every game. Like, like for real, that team... They there were there were games that they didn't there were games that they didn't um there's three games where I could say it was horrible. But other than that, I, I would say I would say the rest of those games, I would say that they overperformed or performed that level and they could have won those games. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean the thing was I, I've seen maybe like nine games this season and shit. I know they played about twenty, whatever the fuck. But it's like I've seen the Knicks be like within one or even have a lead like with two, three minutes left. Yeah. And then they just kind of either went flat or just got outclassed, which when you have better squads, you should yeah, probably you be a superstar. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I mean, let, me, let me let me tell you, man. Yo, Greg Popovich was given time. I mean, he sucked for a while, yo. If you, yo, coaches are given time. That's how they become stables. You know what I mean? Them niggas suck. Yo, Doc Rivers, man, was given time. Remember, he was on Orlando Magic. Then he wasn't given time. He had a few years, and then he kicked mm-hmm. off, whatever. Then he got with the Celtics, and he was given time. When they finally gave him a good squad, he won. That was it. You know what I'm saying? The, the problem, they need, you got to raise up with the team, too. The problem with these Knicks was them motherfuckers wasn't creative enough to find a way to let Coach Fisdale just get these niggas ready this season and do shit. Like, if they was a better franchise, niggas better at the top, they would find diversions to keep, like, the fans off their ass and shit with the coach. You know what I'm saying? They would do something where it wasn't like, well, the Knicks is doing one thing. What up? Yeah, no, no, they screwed. They definitely screwed up. Everything you said is 100% right. Let me, I don't want to gloss over that. Matter of fact, let's go back to that. They, you know, they, they pulled out, they pulled out Mills and Perry for a press conference and game like six or seven or some shit like mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? So they wasn't really having his back. But but what I was going to do is say the one thing is that they would never, never be able to do that to Mark Jackson. Mm-hmm. How they treated, how they did Fisdale or didn't do Fisdale, because it might not, they, I can't really say they did too much wrong to, to Fisdale, mm-hmm. but the energy behind Mark Jackson would have been too big. His voice would have been too big, and New York would have been too much behind him. For that to ever happen, you had to ride with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> but that, that was one of the sentiments I heard on uh, 
Stephen A. Smith's like radio show, and I think on maybe first take too. They said if you had a real like New York nigga like Mark Jackson in there, and someone that had like a record of like winning and shit too, and shit, they would never like did him like that and shit like that. I have a question. What you you mentioned time? What coach has been given the time that you're asking for currently? I know you said you know you said um pop, but pop is back what back in the early '90s or whatever he got that job. What current coach? Because we do live in a different time. No, it doesn't happen anymore. Coaches get three years. So. Okay, so then yeah, so I mean, but then you got. But, but hold on, but it's, it's not working though. It's yeah. yeah. So so here's the thing, yo. So here's the thing. Like if you really want to, you really want to look at it. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. all right. So then they go over there in Phoenix, Monty Williams, yo. They got to keep mm-hmm. giving them time, but then they keep giving them better players though. So mm-hmm. it's 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 symbiotic. Like you need both things. You know what I mean? They're getting better. They're not great. They're getting better. You know what I mean? Same thing mm-hmm. over there in Memphis. It's, 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 you got to get them time along with it. Yeah, and, and, that, and that's something that you should, like, be able to – you should work – if you got to and your team is not going to be ready for a couple years, you got to sell that shit to your fan base. This niggas gave Fizdell a four-year deal and shit. Was it four or five? No, to give him a five-year deal and let him do what, like, one and a half, one and a quarter? So they got to pay this man. I mean, they may I mean, settle the money. That ain't way. a big deal, though. I mean, no, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, no, it's not like a big deal because niggas is billionaires, so they don't give a fuck. But if you sell this shit right to the motherfucking, um, to the fucking fan base and shit and work better to get better players and shit, then it's like, yo, we know this shit is raw, but this nigga only been here for like a year and, and like fucking 20 games, nigga. You know what I'm saying? We going to have to get better and see the talent. You What you got to do, you got to highlight the good shit that niggas like RJ is doing, you know what I'm saying? Or you got to highlight how, like, it may not be the biggest leaps motherfuckers want to see, but how Frank done got better and shit. Or how we think the Knox is going to be in 2022 and shit, you know what I'm saying? But they can't if they, if they base what they said they on that up. they didn't like the way players were developing. Like, they, I mean... They fucked up. These I niggas am. is kids, bro. No, no, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying the basis of what they said was they did not like the way that the young players were developing under Fizdale. R.J. Barrett aside, because he just... Well, Who said that? Because I didn't hear that. Niggas just got there. That yeah, was, I'm not, I, I didn't I, hear I that. that. No, nah, I saw that on... So, niggas, that no, so they don't they like... How, as well. So they don't like how they were developing these folks. Nah, but, I, I'm not, I'm but not, last I'm year, not going with that Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish this, though. They don't like how he developing these folks, but... I'm not motherfuckers got three. Motherfuckers got three rookies that was all fucking rookie team yeah. and shit, wasn't it? Like all three of them niggas. Yeah, fucking, um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if that. I I I, I didn't hear that anywhere, and I'm not. I'm not going with that. that like, process. I mean, no, Joe, not, not that they were. No, not they didn't like the way he. They just said they weren't developing. But the fact as was, quickly, the niggas I guess all, as quickly as upper management thought they should develop. I well, guess that's what that's what the narrative I mean, was. That sounds like a whole bunch of bullshit. Cause that nigga got there, he got three rookies, and even though it pissed off fucking DeAndre Jordan and shit, and that might have been why we lost Kevin Kevin uh, Kevin Durant and shit. But them niggas played Mitchell Robinson, and Mitchell Robinson was coming along, and he was like getting all them blocks and shit, like one of the most efficient blockers and shit. Fucking Brian probably got nah, the stats. I can't. Yo, but first least, off, I, I disagree with a couple of things Joe just said. First off, I can't say. That it was um, um, DeAndre Jordan was happy in in New York, and it wasn't about playing Mitchell Robinson. DeAndre Jordan got more minutes than he probably even wanted to have. Mitchell Robinson was always fouling people, so fuck all that. You know what I mean? Um, I forget what I was gonna say. Uh, as far as the other shit though, as far as developing talent, um, 
the real question is like they they weren't really playing um Knox as much as they probably could have this year um you had I mean there were weird things happening Julius Randle was bringing up the ball and Marcus Morris was bringing up the ball and that I mean they've never did that in their entire career so okay, I mean it was, was, it was things like that but we but we fun. saw but we saw um but but it's, in terms of development though we saw RJ Barrett get better every game we saw um, Frank Nilakina playing the best basketball of his life. I mean, I know you guys probably still uh, want to be not high on him, but, like, Frank Nilakina has been balling. Like, we could trade him to any team right now. You know what I mean? So, it's, I mean, it's a little bit different. Uh, but, the one but, knock you might have on him is Kevin Knox, but Kevin Knox is yeah, getting more efficient and he's scoring all, at the same clip that he did last year, but in less but this minutes. Is, so, it's way better. It. This is the thing with, like, Kevin Knox. I can see how niggas be bad at Kevin Knox, but I think that Kevin Knox wasn't getting the minutes because there was some kind of random on these niggas trying to win. Yeah. So, so my thing is, like, you – so you go and play more. But he got better, though. I don't know. I get my it. My argument like, is that he got better. Like, he, he's scoring at the same clip with less minutes, and he's doing it way more efficiently. So, I mean, that's even more better. But my thing is this. Motherfuckers, probably, like me personally, and maybe them also, I would have liked to see Knox like featured more, but it's like, just because he's young and he going to be a part of this team unless niggas trade him off on some dumb shit. So, I mean, I would have rather seen him get more minutes and and shine more than see like fucking, Mar- fucking Marcus Morris, that fucking name is, be like the leading scorer and shit and just be doing this and like almost winning efforts and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's... It was it was just weird that they fired him as soon as they did, but... And, and the thing that I really gets... he wanted it out partially, though. Huh? He had to have wanted it out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, mean I heard Stephen A. say this, say that fucking Fisdale was kind of, like, wanting to get out this situation because it was like... In my mind, it, I think. There, was, there was no win for him. It's like... Okay, I play these vets to try to be in these games and shit. Some we get, some we lose by like five or six points when we was pretty much right there. A couple we get blown out just because niggas is out talented usually or maybe he just had like fucking whatever. They just wasn't on and shit. So it was like that nigga was stuck between a rock and a hard place and shit. He on a team that's probably a couple years away from being a playoff contender and shit with having the right people on there. And it's like, wow. Yeah, do I bottom out and shit? And it's like niggas yes. over it. niggas is in the, the shiniest, greatest fucking basketball fucking uh arena out right now, fucking but them niggas won like the last three championships. So fucking Steve Kerr and these other the fucking banged up niggas on Golden State can sit back and eat Cheetos and pork rinds and shit and uh tap dance on the court and be the worst team in the league because they, you know, got that cachet and shit in the Knicks. Is sporting out talent is slightly better and shit than what them niggas is putting out. Yeah. And my niggas don't handle cash. Well, niggas. nobody really cares about the rest of the teams. And this, this is how I let you know. Because mm-hmm. the Knicks got the same record as a lot of these motherfucking teams, yo. As Atlanta, as Memphis that gets hyped, even as Golden State. Nobody cares about those teams. They care about New York, mm-hmm. the world's most famous arena, yo. Great. Yo, I ain't gonna lie, yo. The Alex teacher friend, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Alex, he's a friend of his nuts. Alex, you crazy guy. Nah, but... What happened? Keep talking insane. It's perfectly fine. No, it's... Fuck you, Anthony, nigga. I put aside (laughs) your little $50, bro. 
I put a side yeah. in But it's still I, a fact. Like you you trying to talk your book and all the rest of that. I understand all that. But it is, it's still true. Nobody gives a fuck. Like all these teams have the same exact record as the Knicks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nobody really cares about them at all. Nobody's mentioning them at all. Nobody says that they suck at all. Nope, You're going harder against the Knicks because you care about that shit. No, Come I'm on, going man. It's a dumb fucking plan from the beginning, and y'all hyped it up. They said, all got dumb plans. Everything you care about this is. team. This is a, it was a dumb plan from the beginning. They all got dumb plans. The problem with it is like this. The Knicks is like, oh, they got so many fucking power forwards. Like, it, who fuck care? The niggas beat fucking Dallas twice, and them niggas got, like, two fucking superstars, yo. Wow. And ain't no one say that. I heard, like, yo, when the Knicks beat the fucking Mavs for the second time, all I heard was, yo, Luka Doncic was balling, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then, like, the side thing's like, oh, yeah, but the Knicks, like, kind of escaped with the win. Anyway, how bad is that team? Like, what the fuck? But, Why yo, you, dude? That's yo. what I'm saying. Like, yo, you, yo, aunt, yo you, you completely buy in psychologically, and you don't even understand what you have mm-hmm. in life right now, dogs. And I'm oh, going to let God. you know. It's facts. Like, nobody gives a fuck about nothing. You're not even going to mention all of the other teams. You're not even going to, you don't even think about them. You probably don't even know what the fuck they are. You know why? Because fuck them niggas. You, you'll be like, oh, Atlanta, yo, they got a good team, fun team to watch. Yo, Trey Young, da 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 right? Yo, the Knicks, though, them niggas suck. Meanwhile, all they buried them niggas out there trying to do their thing. Nobody give a fuck. It's, the, it's New York. It's the stage. It's the only place with an organ. It's the place where they black out the seats and the and and it's like Broadway. The only thing that's, that's lit up is the stage. It's different there. It's, it's the world's most famous arena. It's the world's largest media market. You know what I mean? The problem is, niggas is mad that they don't have a superstar. You're hurt. You're hurt more than you're dissing them. Because dissing them is, you can't diss them. You know why? Because the rest of these teams is just like them. They're not. Nobody gives a fuck about them other teams. They're not like them. I don't know why. Yo, man, fucking, yo, yo, it's real, yo, that's real shit. Like, they really are. Like, no, n- niggas ain't talking about, yo, we got to get motherfucking out of New Orleans and shit. We got to get. Nobody gives a fuck, yo. They give a fuck, because they know Zion coming and shit. Yo, and New Orleans got a better team than the Knicks and shit, even without yeah, Zion. Like and them niggas have still got, like, five wins or some shit. Yeah, like, them niggas got trash records. Atlanta, same. Trash records. Memphis, same. Trash records. And I've never them heard anyone. Niggas ain't say shit bad about Atlanta this whole fucking season. They Everything just show a like, highlight of them niggas, and then they say, oh, but too bad they lost. They lost. Niggas like, yo, it's Vince different. went off and shit, and niggas lost. Or they, or they, or that might win winning games. They want oh Trey Young is still he's he's just so much fun to watch. And they got man, they got this man. It's it's it's, it's bullshit. Come on, man. It is bullshit. <laughs> it's, it is bullshit. Why is it, why is it bullshit? Because they built this roster on fucked up. No, it's not that, yo. It's bullshit that you it's buy. That. Like that. here's the thing. Here's the thing, yo. Here's the thing. It's it's All else. these motherfuckers it's, got the same problem, yo. Yo, but no, I, we built this yo, roster fucked up man, quite simply. Anthony, all these motherfuckers got the same problem, yo. I mean, the only, I mean, the only problem with the, I mean, actually, the problem with the Knicks was the niggas' point guards was fucked up for a minute. I mean, if we had like Alfred Payton and fucking yeah. all these niggas, like who just got back like two jump. games ago. Yeah, if we had this nigga healthy from the jump, I seen a nigga out there when we was watching a game that was real close, and they almost, yeah. beat, I think it was game one, and they almost beat like the Spurs and shit. I mean, the yeah. Spurs struggling, but they still got popped in two fucking. Niggas just got the bag and shit and fucking. And then we almost in, beat Indiana. If yeah. Julius Randle, who I actually really do hate, made his second free throw, we we are in exactly. overtime yeah. with Indiana. Yeah. Julius Randle is the worst thing that ever happened to the city of New York. 
Oh, Fuck man. that nigga, man. He's a walking turnover, man. He is trashola, <laughs> man, trashola. I oh hate this God. nigga, yo. I hate his spin move. I hate the way that he thinks that he's good at basketball when he dribbles the ball up. I hate everything he does. I never trust him when he has the ball in his hands. Like, maybe he might become something one day, but he just wasn't built with the mentality, yo. Trade this nigga the fuck out the city. Niggas hate him. You know what I'm saying? He's he's um Charles Smith. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's, you know what I mean? He's saying that this is the guy. I'm like, he's not it. Nigga never said he was the guy. Nigga, I said that Julius Randle was fucking he had a great season last him. year. I said, yeah. him, I said yeah, bring him in because maybe we keep Julius. He's young. He's young enough that he could probably be the third best player exactly. on the team. And our young niggas get bigger and we get maybe that one fucking free agent if we get that like That doesn't a, mean he's the guy. No. Nigga no. was just trying to build a team. And you build a team by putting pieces together, dog. He was a very reasonable contract. Yeah, I, I just don't like him as a piece anymore because he turns pieces. the ball over too much. And these were the wrong pieces. I said that from the beginning. These are the you wrong pieces. You said a whole bunch of stupid shit. You saying stupid shit right now. I'm just letting <laughs> you float because whatever. Like, if these niggas wasn't losing, man. You are not thinking about this shit rationally. You can get mad all you want. I kind of don't give a shit. I'm saying, yo, no, I am rational as fuck. <laughs> Listen, let me it's tell you. you. No, you're not. If, if the Knicks had a dip, if the Knicks was the one niggas with bad record in the NBA, no and they the one niggas with, with, with a bad team in the NBA, there no then... There, there are no ifs. They have a bad No, record. there's not the if. That's my point. The rest of these niggas have the same fucking issue. You don't care about them niggas. You care about the Knicks. You act like the Knicks is the worst fucking team in the world. They not. They like everybody else. They average, and niggas is mad that they average because it's the number one media market in the world. It's the world's most famous arena. It's the stage that everybody wants to come to. Even when mm. these niggas is bad, they're the, they're the number one target. They're the number one conversation. Niggas don't come in there slumming. Niggas come in there like, yo, I want to make a show of this shit. I need to put up 60 because this shit is going to be on every fucking station. And you bit. You bit. Like, they different. <laughs> them niggas is not different, I. Niggas are the same niggas as everybody else. We want them to be different. That's the problem. Niggas, I'm not, we I'm need not, to have somebody superstar that's coming there. Your, your point, your point, you started out saying the right thing. Yo, you, I'm, yo, I am thinking 100% rationally. You're not thinking rationally, my nigga. I'm thinking super rationally. These niggas is the same hold, hold, as everybody else. Second. That's the problem. Hold on one second. So right now, if you talk, so the Knicks have four wins, the Hawks have six wins. So I think that's what B is getting at and saying that they're the same. You're just looking at a Trey Young and he has a highlight where he's shooting from half court, and so you see it differently. And the Warriors are five and twenty. Pelicans are six and eighteen. And the Knicks are four and. Memphis. I mean, they, look at Memphis when they put, talk about John Morant every day. Yeah, what Memphis is. Um, Memphis. They got seven, seven wins. So yeah. that's three more wins than the Knicks. So I just think that's to the point that would be saying is just that you see in, uh, you know, then and then and then you're getting sports in the highlights of these guys, and maybe you're not getting that from the Knicks where it's giving you more hope. If you're a Memphis fan, are you looking at John Morant saying? They got a piece. So you're looking what? at whatever other team and saying, oh, well, they got they got a they got a piece. But I mean, I don't know. I'm just I'm just listening. But if just, I say I like if I say I like RJ Barrett, niggas going to say, fuck, the niggas on Knicks, niggas is trash. Right. If RJ Barrett was on any other team doing exactly the same thing, niggas wouldn't be talking about him like that. He would be on mm-hmm. SportsCenter Highlight. Yo, the yeah. thing is, is I mean, that, yo, he's not a superstar yet, though. So mm-hmm. so like. So like if if the Knicks had any superstar, 
it, it, I'll, I'll give I'll give the world this, and I'll give Anthony this. If the Knicks actually did have a superstar, right, mm-hmm. then R, then they would talk about R.J. Barrett more, and they would talk about the superstar more, and and the Knicks would get a better light. I've always said this. Listen, man, the cure for the for the Knicks and the way the niggas trash the Knicks is winning, because the mm-hmm. media this the every other team has either one or two beat writers. The Knicks have sixteen at minimum. Mm-hmm. For a team that sucks, you're <laughs> over infused with with the idea that the they have to come up with a story every day because they're competing with each other. Mm-hmm. So you're over because they're not fans at all because they they compete with each other for a story. So they have to have something. So they say certain things, right? That's mm-hmm. different than any other media market everywhere. If you go to Indiana right now, the Indiana Pacers are hyping the team. They're making people feel good about the team, whether they're good or bad. You know, it don't matter what media market that you go to, though, because it's one or two beat writers. They're infused in the team. They're not talking to the media. They're talking to the team. You know what I mean? It's a little bit different. This, mm-hmm. They're talking to the media. They're talking to side people on the side. You know, the Knicks are in the largest media market. It's different. And it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a die. Well, it's definitely a die in like for media, like newspapers and shit. But you go to damn near any fucking town or whatever, you can get a fucking New York newspaper and shit. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get, they got their regular shit on and then they got, like, the New York Times and shit. Like, Center quotes the New York Times, New York Post, the New York Daily mm-hmm. News. They quote them. They use them as stories. I've seen SportsCenter, right? I Listen, man. I've seen SportsCenter use a story, a clip from the story, and take it out of context, and it'd be complete bullshit. And then niggas just roll with that shit for two mm-hmm. days. Even after the after the writer will, be, will come out and be like, well, that's not really what I said, but you know what I mean? You know why? Because it's the biggest stage, and when niggas niggas will bite immediately on anything Knicks because it sells. Because nobody's turning on the TV to watch somebody talk about Memphis. Mm-hmm. Nobody's turning on TV to watch somebody talk about Indiana. Nobody's turning on TV to talk about watch somebody talk about anywhere else, yo. Anywhere you got to win multiple championships. They need to go to State Warriors. Then they care. Sick. Yeah, I mean that's what it comes down to. It's just trendy to fucking hate on the Knicks because motherfuckers, just like you said, they gotta get their stories off and shit. So let me ask you a question: Where do we go from here? I'm talking from a Knicks standpoint. From the Knicks, from the Knicks standpoint, Perry, will you more than likely Perry's getting fired at the end of the year or whatever. Is this yeah, the wrong to if, go? If Perry get fired, if Perry gets fired, I think that's horrible because. Uh, I mean, not horrible because I don't mind getting Perry getting fired, but I think it's I think it's horrible if Steve Mills gets to stay here. He's been yeah, here you for 13 get, years of the trash. Yeah, you okay, so Steve he can't be president and basketball here. major. I don't mind if you bring in Masai Ujiri. I just think that Masai, Masai Ujiri, I think that the reason that they're bringing it in, I, I think it's trash. The conversation behind it is because Masai Ujiri's relationship with um, uh Giannis Edgett to combo, you know what I mean? I'm tired of that whole yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Yo, your man's is over that. here. Come fuck with us. Yeah, yeah, like I'm tired of that. But Masai Ujiri is a genius. I like him, but I but I, I don't like people outside of the culture because the problem is they don't know that originally we said you needed to bring in Mark Jackson, yo. Kevin mm-hmm. Knox would be a different player with Mark Jackson. So, RJ Barrett would be a different player right now with Mark Jackson. Yo, you think Dennis Smith Jr. Would be not talked about right now with the bunnies that he got. Mark Jackson would be selling him to the media because he understands the Mark. Mark Jackson won in high school. He won in college in New York. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He understands. I mean, he'd be selling that story. 
niggas don't niggas out here is not selling the story. They start selling the team, the idea, everybody bit off the whole ownership shit and all the rest of that shit. Mm-hmm. Nah, Mark gonna brand that nigga, yo. That's Mark will brand them motherfuckers. Mark get on TV be like, yo, you see how he jumps out the gym? All right, we ain't winning now, but do you see mm-hmm. the show we got on here? And that's the shit I'm talking about, man. That's shit I'm talking about. Motherfuckers take that. It's like niggas is gonna take L's because the team is developing. Niggas is young and we ain't got all the pieces we want. But if you got a motherfucker that can sell the shit, that look what the fuck we have. This or, is what the fuck is coming, and just happen, keep looking. Y'all. And them niggas did not sell that shit. Fucking Steve Mills Fuck ain't selling. Perry ain't selling shit. And Fizdale. Did his best at little times to do it, but he they sold the a, idea of something in the future. Mark Jackson will be telling us what the fuck we got right now. Did you see mm-hmm. that back, back door pass that that nigga made? Yo, did you see the finishing shot to Mitchell Robinson? Yo, Miss Robinson. Yo, tell me Mark Jackson would have brand branded these niggas already on he TV. He would have been branded motherfuckers. He would have brand branded these niggas. And niggas can have the same motherfucking. It'd probably be a slightly better. Same record. stats. Yeah, the same, same fucking stats, stats, same record, same fucking record, <laughs> yeah, and it would have been totally different because word is ball, God. Yo, mean, that's what it is. So that's that's who you have right now, number one. I mean, I know it's early. I said so it's safe to say that you have Mark Jackson number one with a bullet. Oh, that you would like them to yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's easy for me. I mean, I think I, I hear that everybody's talking about. Jay. I'm sorry, it wasn't. Everybody's talking about Jason Kidd as a coach, not Masaya Jerry. It's, it's Masaya Jerry as GM. Jason Kidd is the yeah, coach because yeah, it's yeah. connection with Giannis. Yeah, because it's connection with Giannis. You know what I mean? And but I do. I definitely have. I'm not mad at Jason Kidd as a coach because I think he's an amazing coach. I don't, don't get it twisted. Like I don't think he's just a good coach. I, I honestly think he's an amazing coach. But I don't think anybody can coach in New York right now except for Mark Jackson. That's why I'm mad with it. Like I don't yeah. think anybody can. I don't care what your name is, unless you're talking about some of those dudes that ran, you know what I mean, that, that coached in, in Jersey, that, you know what I mean, like those in high schools, and shit like that. Like, But other than that, like, honestly, man, I don't think any of them can. Nobody. A few of them, Calipari, Coach Calipari, you know what I mean, Patino maybe, like those dudes maybe. You know what I mean? But like a, a regular coach? Or an assistant coach, or any name you could. Greg Popovich would lose in New York right now because he don't know how to handle the media. Mark Jackson, the only nigga in the world, except for unless you're going to pull Coach Cal or, or Rick Patino out. And you know what I mean? Them niggas ain't coming for the bread. Yeah, I mean, what it all comes down to, man, I just be upset when motherfuckers is like, niggas know the Knicks got a young team with some vets. To fill out a roster and develop the shit. <laughs> so it's like, you know what the niggas got, yet you decide mm-hmm. to like shit on fucking their records. You know what I'm saying? And not give any props to any growth that you see in these young players. And it's like, it's the easy, it's the easy joke. It's Let me like put some more tequila for that shit, man. Yeah, niggas, but man, you know, got me all. I, I saw um I saw that they they said and again they meaning the the media was saying that that what was it like a thirty seven point it was like two thirty point losses back to back they said that was really the yeah. the nail in the it point. was I, like I said it was four it was four horrible games and that, that was that was it the last one was it was <laughs> I was mad like usually I even try to watch even even in our losses I I couldn't play but it looked like everybody gave up though. It just didn't look like we had it at all. And even the coach, he looked and like the players gave up. So when you yeah, have that, players gave up. And, and fuck that, we as 
niggas, those two losses was against the Bucks, who the niggas think yeah. is going to win the championship, and the Nuggets, who yeah. are supposed to fucking. And they made every three. Like, it wasn't like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But I, I'm not, yeah, like, listen, man, like, that shouldn't have been a reason to fire Fizz, especially not then. But in in a bubble, like, I, like I get it. If you just saw those two games, you would be like, this is bad. Because I felt like there was, I, like, I didn't feel good. Like, I didn't want to talk to anybody afterwards, none of that shit. Yeah. When they had that press conference, it was over. Right was on the wall anyway. That that's probably true. I can't I can't disagree with that. That press conference was a damning situation, mm-hmm. in, in especially in hindsight. But it was ignorant at the time. I thought it was wild. I I told the story that I, here before. Like I thought I was dreaming when I saw it because you know the Knicks had finished late and I like I I was getting mm-hmm. I had to get up early and so I like I had the TV on silent. It was like Mills and Perry and I was wondering why they were on TV and it took me like a minute. I, it, it probably took me over a minute to actually even turn the volume on and realize they weren't leaving the TV screen. This is actually live. This happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so then I, because I thought it might have been like something old that, that it was showing or some shit like that. And then I pressed, turned the volume up and the motherfuckers was just really just talking and taking questions. It was the wildest thing ever, especially in the, it was fucked up. It was weird because um, Fizz didn't even come out yet. And then when mm-hmm. Fizz comes out, he was like, he was like, I mean, I appreciate them talking for me and all the rest of that but i mean it's on me this is my job you know what i mean like it was a lot it was weird it was it was it was, it was all funky but i understand where Ant coming from is yeah. only on that point though the rest of the shit he said was nuts <laughs> well i will give and Ant did say he didn't like when the team was being constructed when they were who gives a fuck like mm-hmm. Hold on, man. That that. Who gives a fuck? No, no. Let me tell you why that's such bullshit, though. Because so, as soon as the niggas didn't win the top, the top free agency targets, they had to get somebody to fill the team. And they filled it out very they well. Dead? They filled it out very well. What are you they talking did. about? Like it was, it was like you had a whole bunch of options. No, nigga, you did not. My point is that you didn't have to spend the money. They got. Bro, they didn't spend the money, contracts. nigga. We gonna have like sixty or seventy. It's one million. year contract. All the shit you saying oh, makes Jesus, no sense. Con- only nigga that got another year that fucking. All they did was fill the team. It's Randall. The niggas literally filled the team. That's all they did. Julius Randall is the only person that we bringing back next year from all of them free agents. Facts. Niggas might trade that motherfucker because it's if they want. You know what I'm saying? They they gave. The best player that they could get in free agency, which was Julius Randle, based on the numbers he had, they gave him two Three and one. Years. Yeah, yeah, two and one. And the one is team option. So we could dunk yeah, that. Every, all of them is team And the other niggas yo. is one and one, nigga. One and one. Them niggas did the perfect thing. They did not. That, that was the beautiful thing. Everybody actually even said Everyone after the season, it was shit. like, yo. Like everybody was like, "Oh, this shit was fucking perfect." It was like, oh, oh, they, oh, they did. The Knicks were genius. Like, you know what I mean? They just like, you know, except for Anthony, Anthony, you want to see it? What would you like? Would you like the niggas went to Kemba Walker and gave him a fucking max contract and shit? They could be crying then. No, not at all. That was the only other option. No, there's that was the only other option. If you get Kemba Walker and Jimmy Butler. On this squad, that would be us for the next next four years. Jimmy and Kimber the fucking max. That was everybody thought the Knicks was going to fuck around and do give niggas like Jimmy or fucking maybe get Tobias and shit to come there with fucking Kimber Walker. That was the fucking nuclear option when niggas didn't get Kevin Durant and Kyrie. That was was like we ain't stupid. 
We gonna wait this out, yo. We gonna extend it, and we got we got seven draft picks in three years. We gonna extend this shit out. We gonna rock this the fuck out. Yeah, each one of their picks that niggas said like after the whole shit was done, we got a lot of power forwards. Each one of their picks is like, oh, the Knicks got a baller. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the Knicks got they got they got like some rough and tumble niggas, all right? And they and they got them niggas for a year because they could come back next free agency and do the thing. I liked one signing out of all of them, and that was Todd Gibson. I mean, you could like none of the signings and they would still make sense. Yeah, no, it all made money sense. Like, because they're all coming off the books. Like, yeah, so no. it's like, you could like zero of these signings and it still would make sense. Yeah. The reason why Todd is most important because he's the most veteran so, guy. And yeah, like, nigga, Todd Gibson ain't going to be a nigga that's going to win a championship. Yeah. And RJ Barrett system actually says, you weren't winning from a nigga who pays attention to the interviews. RJ Barrett says he would be lost on defense. If it wasn't for Marcus Morris, yo, you know what I mean? Like, yo, those signings were important for the rookies, the Ill- the Ill- for the young kids. Is the only thing you like was the sign of Taj Gibson when Marcus Morris been pretty much one of the most stable, been like the most stable motherfucker on there, and we stole him from the Spurs and shit. You know what I'm saying? And the niggas there for cheap. All these niggas there for cheap because we don't gotta pay them niggas next year. And, and what, where has that gotten us? <laughs> What is Taj Gibson got us that you like? <laughs> what you talking what about? Taj Gibson got us. We're not gonna win it. We wasn't. Did you believe? Like there was no scenario once Kyrie and and Durant was wasn't coming. After they said no, there was no scenario that we were gonna win anything this year. Like not even. There was no. Oh, wait, let me ask Ann a question. When you say where has it gotten us? Are you trying to say? Hold on one second, Joe. Hold on one second, Joe. Are you saying you're not necessarily saying where has it gotten us? You're saying they don't look competitive. Is that what you really trying to say? Is that they don't look competitive? What I'm saying is that I understand, like, okay, they signed they signed Portis, they t- they signed Ellington, they signed Gibson, they signed Morris. Right. Like, okay. Right, right. That, all right. That, that's that's yeah. that's good. That's good in 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 theory. Like, okay, we got veteran guys that we have in this roster now. Great. The thing about all those guys, except for Todd Gibson, all those guys need touches. You got a roster full of young guys, which if you're going to be actively bad. Play them those 30 to 35 minutes tonight. Let's see what they have and let's see where they're going to go. RJ Barrett, okay, I'll say this. Minutes, yo. What are you talking about? RJ Barrett, he's saying everybody. He's saying everybody. I'm saying, saying, everybody. He's saying everybody. I'm saying, they're playing. Some of the no, niggas was hurt. No. And when the niggas stopped being hurt, like, niggas don't like, I know that. Um, what young player isn't playing is Alonzo Trier. Yeah. Alonzo has it. Knox has it. Knox, right, Knox plays, yo. No, no, no. Knox plays, but Knox I would, plays. I would like for Knox minute, but that's a... no, no, Knox, Knox is playing. Listen, let me let you know. Knox is playing. He just like you. You could make an argument that they that you could force more minutes on Knox. The problem with it, with it is that it's just like we've been in, in too many games, and Marcus Morris has just been. So good. good. I mean, that's you know what, what I mean? comes down to it. The thing is this, like, I've seen... We're not, games, out, we're not seen, out of games, yo. Yeah, like, no, that's, so it, that's, that's the, the shit. Yeah. Like, here, here's the shit. I looked at the games I've seen and some of the games I've just looked at, like, fucking, like, the scores and shit like that, boss with all that shit. There's righteously about, like, seven or eight games where the Knicks could have, should have won. You know what I'm saying? At we the end, horrible like, on free throws. Yeah, and there's seven or eight games. So, if niggas would have got, like, fucking... The right free throw and then had that last turnover, then the Knicks would have like seven more fucking wins and they got eleven and shit. You know what I'm saying? 
they like eleven and twelve. They like five hundred or some shit like that. Then the shit look different. You know what I'm saying? Which I'm not. Which which is not the, an argument that I'm willing to, to make because I understand. You know what I mean? Like Ant just is attacking all the rest of the shit. But mm-hmm. my thing is that if any <laughs> other team was playing like that, if any other team, like all these other teams that niggas is hyping or or not dissing or and shit like that, like they get hyped for doing the same shit or losing those games for a lot more, and nobody gives a fuck. I'll go, I'll go one further. If we had Zion and he happened to be hurt like how he's hurt now, nobody would be saying that. I think, you know what I'm saying? Because you like, we got this so-and-so is coming, so-and-so is coming. We'll just deal with what we got to deal with right now. Because I think it's just a lot of it's just layover of not getting Zion, to be honest. I just think a lot of it has something to do with Yeah, it. I mean, you know, you know the other shit? I think, like, if we did have draft Zion and he was sitting there, and we were still sitting there with like four wins or five wins or two wins or three wins. It was like, okay, Zion's coming and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. It'd been the same fucking roster with too many power forwards and shit. And all in Marcus Morris being like our LeBron James, which is sad. But uh, yeah, that, that shit, it, it was. My, my man actually said something interesting. He said, I hope, um, he said, I hope people don't do RJ the way they did Carmelo, meaning. You know, Carmelo was a great player while he was here. He was all in, but you know what the, the saying was back then? It's just the fact that he wasn't LeBron. And you know he, he was saying, I hope they don't do the same thing to R.J. Barrett. He busted I mean, saying, I hope, but it's not. You know what I'm saying? They, they Make, yeah, but, 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 but what, I, what, I, what I think with that is like Zion is, well, R.J. Barrett. are different. Yeah, the positions are different. Not I think No, no, I know, but that was that was the problem though with with, with Melo yeah. and, and LeBron. Them niggas was they literally played the same position, and and Melo would always beat him, and then was in that conversation in the beginning, and then LeBron just separated himself. They they literally could have been if, if Melo would have worked harder mm-hmm. or as hard yeah. as LeBron. It literally could have been different, and so it was a knock on Melo because yeah. it was obvious that you can outwork you. Like LeBron you got outwork. getting better even after. Yeah, 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 definitely. And the thing yeah. with RJ, I feel like just like whatever, like his pedigree, where he coming from, I think that he'll probably be the one that'll probably work harder to get better and better through the years, and even Zion. Oh, I agree. With- you know, so I think that will like save him, even if Zion becomes yeah. like the super god and shit. Like I, that. I look at R.J. Barrett, and I know this is blasphemy, and I'm not comparing players. I'm comparing mentality. I look at R.J. Barrett in the Kobe mold. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of the mentality that he has. You know what I mean? And I don't think he cares about anything but basketball. He really looks at it as a business. He doesn't much laugh at the shit. You know what I mean? Like he's serious about that shit on the court. I've never really. Like a Knicks player, we haven't seen too many rookies, but I never really seen anybody take it as serious as that. You know what I mean? Now, RJ is 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 in that mold where he's just like not even you know he playing around. You know Jordan even you know what I mean he played around with it. You know what I mean? Like RJ is serious. It's business, 100. percent I'm gonna get better. I'm gonna do this. You ain't. I'm looking at the TV right now. It's RJ on Carmelo Anthony. He was just playing defense on it. You know what I mean? Like he cares about that shit. And then he went down and scored on this nigga. Yeah, RJ. Yo, he cares about this shit. It's different. You know what I'm saying? It's different the way he feels about it. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's not like... It's not, yeah. You can't even say Knox is like that. Knox just plays basketball. Like, Knox get on, gets on the court and 
He jumps higher. He's faster than most people. He knows how to. He shoots better than most people. He knows how to dribble. Better. You know what I mean? Like, so he could just play basketball, and he understands. Like, and he and he'll he'll do his numbers easily because he's really really good at basketball, and he's built for it. RJ, on the other hand, he's 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 built for it. That's one thing. But also, like, he care, he thinks this shit. He cares about this shit. He's out there. And he wants to dominate and and as a team. You know what I mean? He's not like. I don't, it's hard to explain, man. It's hard. He, 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 he's going to separate himself at some point in time. Here. Yeah, RJ, he just, just look, looking at him playing, looking at him in interviews and shit, just looking at the nigga pause. It's like, he looked like he legit. You know what I'm saying? Like, he legit about the shit. But, yo, you know what I'm saying? Um, we, like, a quarter into the season. You know what I'm saying? Just over a quarter. Like, niggas played about, like, 20 games or so. So we'll see what the the next three quarters of the season, you know, bring. I'm hoping the Knicks can get to about 29 wins, so I can get this bread off of Anthony. And I remember, I remember when 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 Chicago was like this. They really started out horrible. It was the Kirk Heinrich team, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, like the last three quarters, like them niggas was in the conversation for the playoffs and shit. And they might have made it, I forget, but the, I remember they started out like trash and all of a sudden they like just had a grimy, gritty team built like this and then they started winning. And I hope that mold happens. I don't know mm-hmm. that it is, but I hope it happens. And I mean, honestly, this is, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say it's exactly how I thought the season would start out, but I kind of thought you got all of these new pieces that you're putting together. There's going to be some bumps in the road. That's why I never said the Knicks is going to the playoffs. I'm like the Knicks can get 30 wins if these yeah. motherfuckers click, you That's know, before. But yeah, we, and that was pretty much if these niggas can click and have their shit kind of rolling before like the All-Star and shit and going to that second half of the season with about like maybe a dozen or 15 wins. So they could probably get another 20 on these niggas or if not that. So these niggas is kind of playing just a little bit. They niggas it's just not. A little bit. It's, just, it's just sad to, when you watch a loss, not. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not it's not like anything that they're doing is crazy. It's just it's sad when you watch a loss. Yeah. Just seeing it go away. But I know Alex. Oh no, we dominated this shit with the Knicks. So I mean, I want to say this real quick when we like go to like some NFL shit, because fuck whatever else is going in the league right now with the NBA. But I want to say shout out to Eli Manning um for starting on Monday night football against Philly. I was souped up to watch the game. I was mad tired. I'm very happy that I fell asleep during halftime because when it got to halftime, Eli was looking like a G. It was fucking gorgeous. It was like 17 to 3. And then I didn't see the rest of the game. I woke up and niggas was lost by like a touchdown. And like, Who uh, that said they're going to beat them now? All right, let's go. All right, so I mean, I was going to finish my little Eli shit, and that's pretty much it. It was good to see the boy play, and I wish they could have got that win and shit came down to overtime, but you know, it is what it is. But I did want to congratulate your Niners on fucking uh, getting that spot back and shit with uh, Seattle taking their L. Who's Seattle taking their L? I don't know, some bitch ass niggas. Nah, the Rams, the Rams, yeah. Bitch ass niggas. Yeah, Yeah, man. They lost to the Rams. The 49ers are the best team in the league. I know everybody on their list, not everybody in this group, but most of the, you know, I'm scared of the Ravens, but yeah. They got the Ravens, but they got the, yeah, but when you can go out there, it's like, styles make fights. And you just showed, I can shut you down defensively, I can run all over you, now you just showed, I can also keep up and score with you. The Ravens can't do that. They won't be able to score at that rate, so if the the 49ers go up there and put up 35, 40 points, the Ravens can't score 
They would the Ravens would have never been in that game if that game was the Ravens instead of the 49ers. They would have never been yeah. in that game because they can't hang like that. And the, the rain, rain happened though, and it was it was a problem. Well, no, nah, yeah, I'm not talking about that specific game, but yeah. I'm talking about if they were if the Ravens was in that Saints game, they wouldn't have mm-hmm. been able to hang. Like oh yeah, no. And the 49ers just, just showed you it doesn't matter. You know, just, just like a couple of pods ago, I said when those young receivers get up there and then they traded for Emmanuel Sanders and bringing him in there, he had a a monster game. You know what I'm saying? It also frees up Kittle and it frees up Debo Samuel to develop more because he's seeing more one-on-one looks. And then you got the the first or second best play caller in the league. Where the we lost a good one for the year, though. Uh, who? We lost Mark a good one for the year, but it is what it right, is. He wasn't on the field, but it's really, you lost your center for the year. That's really going to matter because he sets the lineup. As well, so and Richard Sherman is also going to be out for the rest of the season, and so for a couple four. weeks, a couple weeks, he on me on Yeah, it's only, it's only three that's more season. That's that's game. Yeah, so they're going to be out, so it'll be interesting because they got to face um, you got to face um, uh, Seattle. Yeah, yeah. and that may that may be a the, big game. You got the Falcons and the Rams coming in there, but then you got to go. I'm gonna be Seattle. real with you. Can I be real with y'all? On, on on guard, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like I, I know that y'all said all the shit y'all said about it, but like I am so not worried about Seattle. Like I like I know that we lost that game, but like everybody was hurt going into that game, and it's most of those players are back. I'm not worried about Seattle at all. Well, I mean, you got two division games to finish it off, and you know the yeah. Seattle's right on your ass, but. Yeah, the Rams are playing better. So if the Rams might, you know, get – so the only thing is you got the Rams and the Seahawks, you got to make them some work. But honestly, like you said, good as the 49ers are looking right now, it's like – Yeah, they look – They look. that's why I said they're the best team yeah. in the league. And I'm another team I'm not worried about no more is the Chiefs. I don't – the Chiefs ain't making it. This mm. is the, it's between the Patch Ravens and I'm going to say the Bills now. The Chiefs don't – the Chiefs don't got it. They're you don't think? No. Man, yeah, sometime, Joe. You gonna Go fuck ahead. with us on Instagram again, yo? Instagram? Yeah, niggas is niggas niggas is niggas is missing you on Instagram, yo. Yo, you know what? What's up? You off Friday, right? I'm off. That I was about to say. So I'm off on Friday. I promise I'll get back to the post and shit. We gonna get this part up so niggas can have it on Wednesday morning. But get back in the swing, cause. I think I had yeah. some extra whole bunch of different shit. I, and I'm, I miss having the the shit up there, get like a little comment or two, something like that, and just yeah. spreading around. Because um, honestly, that's probably how a lot of folks was like hearing us, you know, at least yeah. like a, a minute up in there. And it's all good. So we could get, get, definitely get back to it. That's what's up. That's what's up. I appreciate that. Thursday night, Friday, yeah, because I, I pinned him down, y'all. He and then the funny thing was, I was kind of like just looking at like different like different like programs and other shit to like make little video clips, because yeah. I was gonna at least get the shit back going by episode fifty. So yeah, it's yeah. no time. So like, I'll get it back to where it was, like Friday and shit. Um, and I'll still see if I want to do something like different with it, Fucking like mellow. episode fifty and shit. Mellow plan. Yeah. He's good at basketball, y'all. Niggas can hate on him all you want. He's good at basketball, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, I hate it. Y'all hate it. I don't want Melo to win. What? I said, y'all hate it. Y'all don't want Melo to win. Let's just shut your black ass up, nigga. You the one. 
Yeah, matter of fact, let me change that narrative right now. Let's get that straight. I just been that you run with it for your little kicks and giggles. I never so, said Melo wasn't going to be in the league. I, what I said yes, is what I said, and I was actually 100% right. I told you last no, year yeah. after you got caught from Houston, I said Melo will not play again that year, and he did it. You kept saying he's going to get signed. Teams are just waiting until they get their roster set. Yeah. Blah, 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 no, blah, I, blah. I said and all I said, things. So, no, no, you're right, right about, I, about I, what I said. Yeah, but I, I think you're wrong about what you said, though. No, no, no. I said Melo's not getting signed this year. He's definitely good enough to play in the NBA. But he, I said he won't play again that year. I didn't say ever again. He's too good. He could still average 18, 19, 20 points if he was just playing still ISO Melo. And they wasn't like trying to do a team. They just don't. Hey, I saw Melo. He could put thirty. Up. I'm talking about it's eighteen twenty in offense. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I just never. I said he wasn't gonna play. I said. And, I, and I'm trying to remember what the fuck you said. Like yeah, in the off season and starting off this season, because I'm pretty yeah. sure you wasn't yeah, saying yeah. Melo was getting he the wasn't. deal. He wasn't. No, no. I said where. No, the question I asked was. I kept saying Melo's gonna go to the Lakers, and I said that, and I said if he doesn't go to the Lakers, I think you said no. And I said, if he doesn't go to the Lakers, where would he go? And this was before the season started. No, nah, I, I actually was trying to – I was promoting the idea of Melo to the Lakers. You know what I mean? I it just made sense, it, yeah. it should happen, yeah. But you yeah, know what I mean? when, it, when it did not happen, I think you were again like Melo not going to play. Yeah, pretty nah, much. Nah, I, I said, I don't know where he goes. I was like, I don't know where he goes because he could play, but where does he go? And it's funny. I think niggas was talking about And I said, actually, the, said, bring him back to the Knicks. Personally, I said, bring him back yeah, to the Yeah, that would have been dope. I if, think niggas if was, Durant came, he would bend in the Knicks. Well, yeah. You think Melo goes to the Lakers if um, DeMarcus Cousins didn't get hurt? And then they brought his white? Um... Nah, I think I, honestly, man, I think I think if if like if you want to play ifs and buts and all the rest of this shit, like I feel like if Ka- Kawhi Leonard did not leave Toronto, Melo would be in Toronto. Okay, that's how I play. Yeah, he played sure. in Syracuse. He was right there. Mm-hmm. No, I know. <laughs> I'm so just happy Melo in the league and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad for that. And um. NFL been like great this season and shit, you know what I'm saying? So I'm looking forward to the to the postseason, even though the Giants is, you know, gonna be high getting picks and shit like that. So they in it. And it's a East trash though, man. I swear if they let Eli rock out for the rest of the season, niggas will be right there like Who worse? Who worse? NFC East or Lionel Richie? Cause fuck that nigga. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's about fuck Lionel Richie time, yo. We had the the crazy runoff with the Knicks talk. I apologize if you were nah, here. Nah, fuck this. that. <laughs> we ain't apologize. But it had to be so said. necessary. Niggas passionate going in about a four and eighteen team, <laughs> or it only only a quarter season just began a month a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. But yo, it's definitely time uh, for us to go ahead and close out. Um, I do got one. Yeah, one of my little things that I found. Um, don't let don't let success cost you fulfillment. Do with that what you will. But as always, you can get at us on IG at Better Than You Pod. We want all the praise. We want all the smoke. Peace. I don't know what the fuck that meant.
Don't let success come. Yeah, I mean, because no? fulfillment. So, true wait, success so, is fulfillment, nigga. No, no, no. Yeah, right. my nigga. <laughs> you ain't succeeding unless you fulfill. Nigga said that shit was like it was bad deep. I mean, I mean, it's just I get it. Don't let having all the bread and all that shit be more for you than fulfillment because a lot of niggas is rich as shit and yeah. successful yeah, financially. People being rich, everybody's not, everybody's not fulfilled by that. You can't go by yeah. your standard. We get so it. I, you can go after, and yeah, you can go after anything. It just may not be fulfilling. Yeah, you can make a million dollars, whatever. But you I get you. Do. I would never say that. But I'm such a real ass nigga though that I don't see success without fulfillment. So yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? But, but then there you go. Nine more. You on the you on the on a small percentage of that. Most people see it as something something else. Y'all don't be speaking for most people. I be speaking yeah. for the dynamic niggas, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm a dynamic ass nigga, so I speak for the dynamic ass niggas. You know what I mean? You speaking to the Anthony type niggas who be dissing niggas, you know what I mean? Falling in line with other, other niggas' mentality, media controls nigga minds and shit. Yeah, dissing you niggas that you supposed to love and shit. I heard, yeah, nigga told, I heard, a, I heard a Puerto Rican name, nigga named Jesus call Ant the fucking biggest fucking Knicks fan and shit. That's a fact, You say all that shit from Atlanta. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Hey, yo, nah, eh, don't get it twisted. Everybody I don't want no problems with the hands. The only thing I was saying, yo, eh, yo, that's a piece of man. I don't want no problem with the hands. Let me know. Let me know. I definitely. Yo, Ant went to school to study psychology just so he could use it against niggas to give him reason to punch niggas in the face and shit. Then he got psychologically used by the media. And I'm never gonna fight you. It's a fact, yo. I am never gonna fight. A nigga might shoot you before I fight you. It's a fact. Yeah. Yeah, that's likely to happen. It's not, cause I'm mad peaceful. I'm just letting yeah, you know. I'm peaceful too, and I ain't got no gun in Jersey. Good for y'all. Yeah. I ain't. And I love y'all niggas though. I love y'all niggas. This is a good podcast. Niggas have fun. That's niggas a fact. Hell of shit. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to all the black folks nominated them Golden Globes and shit. R.I.P. to the niggas that died in Jersey City today. That shit wild. We ain't speak on that, but you know I don't know nothing about that shit. Nah, it's 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 that's it's complicated. It's still shit falling out about it. It just seems like it's a drug deal going wrong, but Word. it's complicated. That's what oh. Alex said. I need to hear hear, hear more about that because I don't Yo. understand. Why hear more about what? Hear more about what? The Jersey City. What you, what you said? What you said with the drug deal going wrong? I didn't. Like I didn't, I didn't oh, follow up. I didn't oh, follow up. Nah, nah, yeah, yeah. So uh, when I was looking at it, nah, what happened? Yeah, I go take. What game? Making a raising kids and shit. <laughs> 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 um, you made me lose my train of thought. Oh, so yeah, it was like a drug deal going bad, and like it was like supposed to be like the cops got hit to it, and then all hell broke loose. Oh. Uh... So like oh, if, you saw the, if you saw those videos I sent, like by the time like they oh, had, I saw the video, I saw yeah. videos. I was it was I it black folks? No, I know because it was the videos didn't show the people; they just showed the gunshots. Yeah. It was a Jewish um a Jewish store that was trying. It was it, that uh, the whole thing was going down, and when they ran into the store, wow. so it's it's, it's, like, it's still more that's probably going to come out. Like I was just catching that because my homegirl lived in Jersey City, so she was just giving me the rundown. She was like, mm. nah, it was over here, and this shit happened, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, damn. Yo, Yo. relocate. Yo, Joe. What up? 
I was serious about that shit earlier, nigga. I think we could buy there. Ah, in Jersey. Jersey. Oh, like anyway. now, maybe in Jersey, but maybe Jersey City down. Maybe that block might be the block to buy. Like, yo, mm. <laughs> yo, it might be a thing. Yeah, nah, but I'm dead ass serious, guy. Like, yo, where is Bond? The way them niggas was breaking that shit down today, I, like, I really paid attention. And a lot of times, like, niggas don't motivate me because I'm self motivated and I yeah. feel like I'm intelligent enough to think about things. But these are people actually doing something at the, at the exact time. And yeah. it made it all made sense. So I'm gonna check it. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna I'm check it out. I was. I seen it. There. Watch it because I feel like I feel like we could do some of that shit, yo. I feel I like am. we could do. It doesn't need to be. And, and you know what I mean? Like, like obviously, like I could probably do something on. You probably do something on. But it it lowers the financial burden burden, and it's something we both spoke about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it is and, worth it, yo. And I actually know some other folks that might be in position to do the same shit. Um, I've been really like talking about it so no I'm, I'm gonna check out what the motherfucker said i might check him out after this and it's, it's still pretty early for me wow. hey, going yeah, to sleep. my mom sold her house last year for five hundred and fifty thousand. 